0: You are now rocking with The Bunt, the number one podcast in skateboarding, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding. You're goddamn right.
1: Vans.
0: Off the wall since 1960, motherfucking six. (laughs) Drop that bitch. and Donovan Ants, cue the motherfucking sirens this is the biggest announcement in the Bunt Live's history man do we have something of massive proportions going down this summer in TDOT it's the
1: first ever Bunt Jam right here in Toronto Ontario, Canada Calendar wondering oh what am I saying this summer? July 8, 9, you're fucking
0: coming to the bunt jam. You get me. It's time to cash in those air miles, those old traveling vouchers that got canceled by COVID. You name it, you get here by bus, plane, boat, however you gotta get to C Dot. I don't know where you're boating from. But make sure you're here. Like you said, July 8th and 9th. It's going down. People coming from all over the world. Dunbat, we talk about it. And now it's time to put it on the map once and for all. You've been hearing us talk about maker pizza
1: forever now i know y'all dying for some makers gonna be on site you've been hearing about the green cans for years green cans on site you get me this is gonna be a full bunt experience we got a three-on-three basketball tournament friday night july 8th followed by an all-day skate contest chill vibes amazing skaters oh man i cannot wait d jones
0: you know we do it for the people, and so does Dickies. They gonna be there as well, hitting y'all over the head with a thousand dollar half court shot contest going down Friday night. There's gonna be parties all weekend. Antoine gonna be DJing all weekend. Antoine, tell them what you got planned for the Bunt Jam, baby. Oh shit, it's that time already. God damn, man, time passes by so fast. But yo, yeah,
2: man, the Bunt Jam is gonna be a thing to remember. I got a couple DJs lined up, you know, some hip hop stuff, some house stuff, a couple nights to celebrate. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to this one.
0: You cannot
1: miss this event. Donald, I really don't think the people are ready, man. Anyone who's ever been on the pod, hit us up. We want to see you here. Every single bunt hole, button wipe, bunt gang, man, Toronto, July 8th and 9th. Let's get it.
0: You know, we connected with the people. Hit us up if you need help get into the city, where to stay, whatever. We're going to help you out because we need everyone here. Bunt holes and bunt wipes and former guests unite, baby. (laughs) The Bunt Jam presented by Vans, also sponsored by Stance Socks, Dickie Skateboarding, Maker Pizza, Steam Whistle, the whole Bunt Live experience wrapped up into one weekend. you got to be here. It's hard to keep it moving after an announcement like that, but the show must go on. As y'all know, I'm D Jones. I got my main man, the Ghost, with me. We got Antoine behind the scenes. It's
1: a cool it's a thing. thing. Still.
0: Ghost. People hear the name Current Caples, man. <laughs> and they don't know how big of a legend this guy is, so why don't you tell
1: them? Man, I didn't know how big of a legend he was till he stepped into Studio E. I'll be the first to admit I was never, you know, a big fan. I wasn't a hater, but I was, let's say, indifferent. You know what I'm saying? Knew he was good, skated some big rails, some transition, but was always on the back burner as far as my skate fandom. And then this fool pulled up to Studio E one day, (laughs) and me and Donald were either laughing our asses off, just on the edge of our seats listening to stories, nervous, scared for him, this guy's lived like 10 lives in, in the last fucking eight years or whatever. Curran's as real as they come. Never judge a book by its cover. Uh, what an honor and privilege to have him on the pod and hopefully pull up to the bunt jam this summer. Mm-hmm. And Curran Capel's real one. Then we taking y'all straight to the post office. You people out there are crazy, man. Some of the stuff y'all be emailing us <laughs> about a backside flip no slide. Anyways... <laughs> great post office keep them coming we're gonna do a bonus step in the offseason because we got bombarded and uh, the people seem to like the last one so def doing that again and then donald's going to ham on the nhl and we doing some playoff nba predictions man and the
0: greatest athlete of all time finally gets paid <laughs> dude current capels man it, there's very few times well no, i shouldn't say very few but there are a couple certain times we've finished an interview had like a wow factor and Curran was one of them and we can't wait to share that with you guys um make sure to follow us on instagram at the Bunt live subscribe to us on youtube at the Bunt live hit us up on patreon patreon.com slash the bunt head over to our website thebuntlive.com ghost the last and final shout out of the week of the season hit me with something special here
1: Oh man, couple of shouts out of the week, Donald. I don't know if you saw. There was a little converse video that dropped, and uh, I was kind of skimming through it. You know how it is. We all got ADD now. Can't pay attention when a video is more than twenty minutes. I'm skipping through, and then I see a couple of clips, and I'm like, oh, I'll keep watching. Oh, let me, <laughs> let me actually just watch this whole section. Man, this guy. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I think he's a Brazilian legend of pain, Calcosas, Cosa um anyways his parts in the middle of the video but i don't even know what the video is called but i just gotta shout him out (laughs) i had to watch his part like three four times in a row uh dope brazilian rap song i think uh just a boss man so make sure you go check him out and then man Pier seven i think we talked about how hyped we are it's back jack curtain you know just an absolute g but kevin braun had a part all at Pier seven and that was just inspirational to watch one of the more underrated dudes who just steady gives you quality footage uh hats off to him man been a big fan for a long time and hyped to see him getting more and more shine these days yeah that shit i had to watch that a couple times too the selsky the song selsky song was amazing some jack hurt and guest tricks and shit make sure you check that out straight boss oh and then two more shouts out of the week actually uh i want to shout out Hanson honey you know what i'm saying oh so sometimes you got to shout out the homies uh i've just been going ham on my hansen honey 2017 batch i got sick and i would never been a tea guy but i finally started drinking tea and i'm just dummying that honey at a ridiculous pace right now shout out to canadian legend magnus hansen mm. and shout out to bob lasalle and his wifey the lovely sophie and their hot sauce brand satan's drano baby epic been throwing that on everything so you know support your homies support your local shout out to the gangs out there doing a little something something on the side you know what i'm saying
0: ain't nothing better in this world run by evil large corporations than a local business baby (laughs) (laughs) i don't
1: know where i was going with that Bro, we actually got one more shout out of the week actually you know what let's call this one shout out of the century i want to give a massive 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 shout out to our brother who we've known since he was a youth tj rogers and his absolutely incredible tj ifs part our boys all grown up now man and he's better than ever this was my favorite part he's ever put out those two nollie 180s at the end, the Nolly flip, just so much steez, switch flip back, 50 oh, shove, you name it. Every clip was gold. You got the Ghostface Killer track. I used to listen to that all the time in high school. Just the perfect combo. TJ, we love you so much. We know you're going through it right now, but we also know you're going to come back better than ever. Love you, brother. TJ, oh, yeah. shout out of the century, man.
0: Legend. Oh, yeah. So like we said, Karen Caples, a legend in our eyes and soon to be yours this interview is an all-time great but before we do it you know me and the ghosts are pushing levels of being overweight and obese <laughs> thank god the warm weather is here so we can get the bicycle out some wd-40 on the chain get our legs moving maybe skate a little some disc golf you name it we need to get sweating but not before one last pizza session side studio we I'm going with the Pep God. Maybe even get the Oso Mushroom Pizza, some Tropic Thunder, some wings. It's game six for the Maple Leafs, and I'm eating myself into oblivion here tonight maker pizza order online or through the app available on ios or android or head in store downtown queen spadina uptown avenue road in lawrence east side gerard and carla west side bloor and dover court maker pizza the best in the world maddie matheson you tell them too
1: this is literally the best pizza in the world
0: and don't forget them chocolate chip cookies they coming in four packs baby let's get this interview pop All right, we've got current cables in the building. What's cracking, man? Not much. I don't know. A lot of shit,
2: but it's all been good.
0: (laughs) Dude, I think we just troubleshooted every issue possible to make this interview happen, man, doing it for the people.
2: Went back to Old Faithful over here. (laughs) We got a graveyard of other devices just sitting here.
0: (laughs) Every electronic in every household is out right now. It's working, man. So, Curran, we start every show off the same. Hit us with your favorite skate moment and your favorite sports moment.
2: I don't know. I mean, maybe one Bob Burnquist run that he did a long time ago where he's, like, hanging on for dear life the whole time, just doing insane <laughs> shit. Oh, <yeah. laughs> that's almost that's a sports moment, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know what my sports moment would be. I'm not, like, too big of a sport, sports fan. I like basketball, but...
0: You play sports growing up?
2: I played baseball for like a split second when I was a little kid. And then, but then every time I would go to the baseball practice, like I would be bummed that I wasn't skating. Like I hated playing any sports. I just wanted to skate when I was really young. I think I was like five.
0: Damn. No, No career highlights from your time as a baseball player?
2: I don't really remember it. The only thing I remember is just being bummed going to practice. (laughs) <laughs> but it was kind of weird. It was like a pitching machine. like wasn't yeah, like yeah. T-ball. Yeah, I was on the Mets.
1: Hell yeah, <laughs> we'll take that. Uh, so take us back to the beginning, man. Where'd you grow up and how'd you get into skating?
2: Um, So I grew up in Ventura, California. I was born in Ohio. And then um, my parents moved to Ventura when I was like two. And then... My dad tried to get me in the skate or in the surfing and I just like wanted nothing to do with it. He comes from surfing and I don't know. I just kind of started skating on my own and then it wasn't like my parents knew I did it, but they didn't really like pay attention to it until I actually like a neighbor walked up and he actually, there was a big park in Ventura called skate street at the time. And, uh, I think he walked over with like two vouchers to go there and he was like yeah you should take that kid there like because i was just barefoot skating in front of my house like i wouldn't wear shoes i didn't wear shoes until i was like i don't know probably like six maybe <laughs> what the fuck? but i mean if i went to like a skate park or something if i got taken there i'd wear shoes but i like wouldn't i didn't like skating in shoes like i couldn't i felt like i just feel my board better just barefoot <laughs> yeah. so but my feet were always so cut up from doing that i think i learned the ollie barefoot
1: <laughs> damn man you want some tarzan shit out here
2: i think i learned all the time my shoes on a pair with a pair of d3s just good <laughs> <laughs> like around the same time around i think like five
0: classics Kern, what was your first big break in the skate industry
2: I think I skated this Phoenix AM that kind of, I think I got pretty noticed from it. I put out like these two sponsor me's when I was like 10 and I went from, I was, I used to ride for like termite and then I went from termite to getting flowed like girl boards and then like, just like rep flow. And then I kind of was getting flowed from element and then they didn't really want to do anything with me and then so i left and i went to pal and i started writing for pal for like six months and then i went to this phoenix am and then after that i was getting hit up from like plan b and flip damn and then i remember having or i didn't have a meeting my parents had a meeting with like i think danny way at the time like they used to have yeah, this yeah, like yeah. little skate park and then i don't know really what happened with that and then Jeff Raleigh was really trying to get me the ride for Flip. And I think it was like combined with like Lance Mountain and also the owner of Flip. And then, yeah, I think Jeff came up to my house one day and went to dinner. And then after that, I rode for Flip. And that's kind of just when everything kind of started for me. Just getting on Flip and being with Louie and traveling
1: with those guys. How old were you when that went down?
2: Uh, I was 11
0: I think. Oh, fucking hell that's <laughs> crazy
2: yeah it's pretty trippy to look back on like now i feel like i've gotten to an age where i look back and i'm like wow that was like a really long time ago now where it didn't really seem that long for so long until like just now
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, how old are you
0: now
2: uh, i just turned 26
0: fuck but in skate years you're like 40 man
2: <laughs> i know it's it's almost crazy when i think about like yeah like how long i've been around and like i've seen i've like seen skaters come and go almost like it's weird oh, yeah. but i've been i was really young when it all started so it's kind of funny. crazy
1: man so let's get right into the nitty-gritty man tell us the story about your first makeout and where the people can see it
2: oh it wasn't really a makeup, but it was more like uh, getting pressured in to kissing this gymnast girl at Woodward. I was getting like, I actually kind of, I don't know where, I did like kind of a run that I was psyched on in this vert ramp. And then I get to the bottom, and I'm just like hanging out with everyone. And then there's this whole cheerleading squad that like walks up. And then I'm just getting pressured by like, I think Louie and David Loy might have been there. And then they were, like, trying to get me to come up there. And I think I was probably around 12, 11 to 12. And I was just getting forced up the stairs. And then, yeah, it's, it's on YouTube. And it's almost kind of maybe scarred me a little bit. Because then after that moment, like, I mean, it's on video, like, so much attention. Like, people just pressuring me to do it. And it, it almost maybe me messed, like, kind of fucked me up. Not like, then I, like, I'm so bad at making moves. No. Like, <laughs> it's like my, almost like kryptonite or something. Like, it's just like, for some reason, I, and I almost think it's from that scenario where it was like. It could be, man. It wasn't organic, really. So it's like every, I don't know, it just kind of stuck in my brain. Made this like weird hesitance, maybe.
0: <laughs>
1: bro. Yeah, a-
2: it's on the internet. And like, 140. It's got like 150 thousand views or something. Oh, <laughs> just
0: fucking like, hell, dude! That's the worst. I
2: remember right when it got posted, I like, e- like emailed the account that posted. I'm like, dude, what? Why'd you have to do this? Like, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. Like, I, I, yeah,
0: I'm just kind of
2: had to own it now.
0: And what the guy <laughs> wouldn't take it down? Uh, I got no response. Oh fuck.
2: Yeah, I was like, well at this time it already had like fifty thousand views or something like just like
0: jesus
1: (laughs) oh
2: yeah but
1: yeah that's no way to spark your uh your time in the in the uh, i don't even know how to put it but uh, (laughs)
2: that's my love life right there spark (laughs) (laughs) it's on the internet dude that's where it all started i think i still have her phone number which is funny
1: shit maybe that could fix it mentally if you like go on a date with her now and have a a real first kiss
0: you know
2: yeah (laughs) can we do this again please i know it's been like i know how many years
0: oh man so karen you told us a little bit about how you got on foot but uh at what point did you know it was time to move on and uh and leave the squad
2: um so it was actually it was pretty tough because it's almost i've like grown up with those people for so long so it was a- real, a kind of a hard decision to make or kind of just to like face or have to tell him. That was like maybe mm-hmm. the hardest part, but um I remember there was this dinner, and it was like welcoming a new team manager and also a goodbye Louie dinner and mm-hmm. I was like sitting there, and I was like, "Fuck dude, if Louie's not here, I'm like i I think one of the the reasons why I wrote for Flip was because of Louie, and we were already friends before we rode for Flip and so then I just sat I was sitting there and I was like I can't see myself really being here if he's not here yeah and that was kind of the deciding factor and then I kind of and then I quit and then didn't really tell anyone for a long time because even like still to this I mean not really anymore because now I ride for Skate Mono but up until like a few months ago people were like still commenting like what no more Flip I'm like dude this is it's like I was like Three years ago I quit, but told. I just didn't really have
1: like announcement about it. You never did the goodbye post or anything?
2: No, I didn't get that, dude. Louis got one. Louis got like a super sick little video like starting from beginning and up until the end. There's like, all right, later Kern. <laughs> 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 yeah, like Louis actually had a he didn't like catch him by surprise. He was like he told him and it was like I kinda caught him by surprise.
1: So right, no, but I was saying you never posted like a like a goodbye flip on Instagram thing, so that's why people had no idea, yeah, and then so I guess some people like like still
2: still don't have any idea
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: they but they knew for like a year that Louis was leaving, and i just I just made a phone call, and it was just yeah, so it was a little different
1: right, no hard feelings on the way out.
2: oh no, it was all good, yeah, it was funny, I actually. Talk to Ian Deacon and then it wasn't even he like didn't even want to hear it he's like oh yeah whatever it's all good like fine and then the rest <laughs> of the phone calls going into like him suggesting board companies p- for me to ride for and I'm like I told him I was like dude I did not see or I didn't see this phone call going this way yeah. but I was like yeah this is I mean it makes it a lot easier and it was cool
1: So, yeah, from there you moved on to Skate Mental. Seemed like a perfect fit. You got your best bud over there, Jake Anderson, friend of the pod. Yep. How did that come about?
2: Um, It was actually kind of funny. I was sitting – me and Jake were actually sitting where I'm sitting right now, and I think we're on the phone with Mike Anderson or his brother. And he was just – he's like, dude, what are you guys doing? And he's like, why don't you just call Brad and go ride for Skate Mental? And we're just like – uh all right fuck it and then i think we threw or we just like added him to the call and then me and jake were like yeah i think we both want to ride for skate metal or jake's like oh, i want to ride for skate metal again but i was like yeah i'm down and then it was like all right easy done i'm doing it i'm like all right
0: oh that's dope yeah
2: it's it's been it's been pretty fun and yeah i've always kind of I really wanted a say on, like, graphics and stuff because I feel like I've never really gotten a say in having my own graphics.
0: Dude, so they added you guys, and now they just added a couple more guys. The team's getting big.
2: Yeah, we're trying to recruit more people. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, Eric just got on. Antonio got a pretty good little squad over here. Yeah. So I'm hyped on it. It all kind of just, like, started falling like the pieces started falling together, so I'm stoked.
1: Y'all got the yes, baggy soaked. pants legend of pain, Mister Pop himself too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kills it. <laughs> fuck, I can't remember his name. That's just how I'm describing him. I'm to shout him <laughs> out probably. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, what is his name?
2: uh Um. Why can't I? Dude, you guys made
1: me what the out. Fuck? <laughs> We met him in Montreal. Of-
0: <coughs> all I can think is Antonio, um,
2: man. No, it's, uh, it starts with a G. The uh,
0: back heel of sin, man. Holy <laughs> fuck. This is not good, man. Uh, It'll come to us. That's
2: oh, the- Giorgio. Or Armani, right?
0: <laughs> Giorgio. Armani, right? Giorgio Armani? No. Yeah, his
2: Instagram, right? Are we talking about him <laughs> or are we talking about...
1: No, I, well, I'm assuming... Gelled he's, hair. He's still on man. all the gelled hair guy from europe
2: oh yeah doesn't his name start with the g2 why don't i why am i blanking on this too? that's your
1: teammate dog that's worse on you than on us
0: i haven't met i don't i don't think i've met him yet hmm. it, giorgio armani is a guy on skate metal but that's not the guy we're thinking of no yeah that giorgio guy's really good oh he's no. not even on the team anymore it doesn't look like Oh really? Well his name's not on the list. Oh yeah, it is Adrian Del Campo. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Del Campo. Del Campo. That- Del Campo to God, man. I don't know.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, this had a brain fart together.
1: Kern and Del Campo. That's that's a that's some new <laughs> age gotta team keep that handsome in there, shit, man.
0: man. You gotta keep this stress in the edit. <laughs> all right. Uh so you were the new guy on the squad for the filming of Vance Propeller. What was it like filming for a video of that magnitude, man, and being on the trips and in the van with that legendary squad?
2: Yeah, it was, it was pretty cool now that I look back on it because I don't really know if I'm going to be in a video like that ever again. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of I'm stoked to definitely be a part of that one. Um, but it was definitely really hard to go out and film because, I mean, the filmers are just so spread thin with everyone because Vans has a big team and everyone's trying to finish their parts and only so many filmers and but I kind of really got the most of my footage I think in the last like three months of it because I was also filming for a flip part like right at the kind of the same time but yeah it was uh it's kind of It was kind of hard to get on trips. And, and I was also, when I think back on it, because I, I was like, why am I not getting on trips? But then I was like, I don't know, 18, 17, 18. So, yeah, I mean, at that time too, I didn't really get along with everyone at Vans really well. I was still kind of like the little kid that everyone was just kind of like, oh, don't. like I don't know. I did, I, and I kind of get it in a way because I kind of came from like, the contest kind of side of skating and then getting in the van with everyone and going on trips. So I kind of had that little bit of like, not like a hazing, but kind of just get shined like a little bit, but now friends with everyone. And I feel like I just, I I understand it more being older, like how it'd be seeing myself younger, being in a van with everyone. Um, (laughs) but yeah, no, I'm a, Definitely was really stoked to be a part of that video.
1: That's an instant classic, man. But you're saying you yep. didn't get the respect put on your name back then.
2: No, I don't know. I, I, I had to earn it. I mean, yeah. I, I, it was also, I don't even know, like Gilbert and Elijah. I mean, Elijah and I are kind of similar in age, but I think Gilbert and I'm a little older. So it was just like, everyone's got their little crew and stuff, and I was just like the young little kid. So get teased a little bit.
1: Well, you made it through that process and you dropped a hell of a part in that video. So it all worked out. But after Propeller, you didn't have a video part drop for a while until the barracks push project, which kind of got shut down halfway through. What was it like working on that? And what happened with that whole situation?
2: Yeah, that was just it was a little weird how it started. So it was originally like they hired Chris Gregson to film my whole part and then as he like is fully like on board and we're gonna do it and stuff come to find out he doesn't have a driver's license or his (laughs) driver's license was like suspended or something at the time and also lived in san diego and i was actually living in like ventura so we're like three hours apart from each other and then so it's like all right that's not gonna really work because like (laughs) I'm not going to drive to SD every time to go skate, and he's not going to take the train, I guess, to yeah. L.A., like, to meet Midway. And then ended up linking up with Ryan Lee, and that was, like, kind of our first time, like, really skating together. And that came through Jake, because Jake has been been skating with him. And, uh, yeah, and then so we ended up filming it together. And, yeah, kind of then towards the end kind of shit hit the fan, think people didn't get paid and yeah it all kind of i mean it ended up fine but yeah i think there's maybe some bad blood with other people involved
0: <laughs> it is super easy from chpo brand this week the first person to email us and tell us hannah's favorite video part is gonna get a box of massive proportions we're talking the ryan lay skate after school collab we're talking the Briggeret senior class collab it is gonna be a huge box delivered right to your doorstep so get your answers in to the BuntLive at gmail.com only one winner this week chpo brand always doing it for the people so these days you're working on a new vans part with ryan how's that coming along and what's your process like filming for video parts
2: i'm pretty scattered when it comes to filming parts i've actually i mean since covid has happened i've gotten a lot i think a lot better at like actually thinking about tricks and spots and also it helps having ryan because he has like every spot in the world but yeah it's been a as the last, as of like the last three months, it's been kind of a nightmare. Like I've been, I have like ninety nine percent of it done. I just don't have my ender yet, oh, and shit. every time I've went out to try to go film it, it's either been like insanely windy or the spot's wet, or there's always been just something in the way. And it's just been nonstop, like been frustrating and I I was aiming on having it done in our last October and then I ended up rolling my ankle really bad um and kind of smashed my toe in the process like I have I don't know I'm always I'm constantly hurting my toes (laughs) yeah I just got turf toe and it's kind of since I got that a long time ago it just never really goes away like it's it's easy for it just to come back and that's what I was dealing with for a while my, my ankle got good like within a month and then my toe was just lingering so that's been thing holding me back but uh it should have been done and out already but i have just trying to get that last trick
1: <laughs> I saw you skating the other day man at Paul's Park you're looking good so uh, thanks good luck getting <laughs> that shit yeah <laughs> I know, it's been, oh, it's been driving me nuts. Is there one specific trick you're trying to get that you keep going back for? No, I'm kind
2: of, I'm kind of scattered. I've tried this one rail a few times and then, yeah, I don't know. I kind of need to sit back and pick one. Like I have like three that I want to get, but I'm not sure which one to go get yet so that's where i'm
1: at you need to pull up on that rail you smith grinded in propeller last trick and just release the front nose blunt bruv it's called. <laughs> i don't
2: know that i you know it's weird i went through a phase where i was skating rails like that for some reason like <laughs> for some reason and then and then now i look at a rail like that and i'm just like i don't don't want anything to do with this kind of skating but when i was like 18 i was all sparked on skating like I think that Smith was like a 23
1: <laughs> yeah. stair or something. You're past the adrenaline junkie. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't even think about going and skating that stuff anymore, but it's crazy. Cause if you just approach it like a flat bar or something, then it's like kind of, I don't know. You just hop on and get to the bottom. But it's so hard to put yourself in that mindset of skating rails like that to make it like seem mellow in your head. But yeah, I've like I've lost that. I'm I get to a spot like that, and I'm like I can't put myself on this rail anymore. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't want to. Oh, I just think about like running out on stairs or something, which I've done before. That's how I originally got turf toe. Or right, that's probably why I stopped skating rails like that. Oh shit. Yeah, I land on the stairs and just jam my, Jeez. like, my toe back. And so uh, that just sticks in my head now. For
1: real. Well, yo, good luck, whatever ender you pick of the three. Hope you get it soon. <laughs> Looking forward to the new part. Yeah. hmm
2: I need to get it, like, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: switching gears a bit, we heard you got a bit of a wild story with a stalker. The fuck's going on there, bruv? <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, it went on for about two years, and it was, I mean, I'm going to try to to summarize it, but basically this girl was claiming that she was dating me, and yeah, then had a bunch of mutual friends with, I actually had a girlfriend, and yeah, I was just telling, like, they kind of had the same friend group, they grew up kind of in the same area, And I got accused of being a cheater and stuff, and then that slowly faded because I had no evidence of cheating or anything like that. And then it kind of just started to like keep escalating. Like, I would, I started to get like random DMs from people telling me to leave this girl alone, and I'm just like, I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. And then it went on like that for kind of a while and I would just get like random DMs that were like kind of seemed like they were baiting me into something and then all of a sudden like the girl that was actually claiming all this stuff her brother reached out to me and was like you need to leave her the fuck alone he's like we're about to like take like legal actions against you and I just was like tripping and I didn't know what to do so I just collected all these screenshots that I had that like because then there was there was like random girls DM me being like hey is this this doesn't seem right. Like, is this true? And like sending me like screenshots of like what this girl is basically saying about me. And then, and then once I got a DM from her brother, I collected all that. And I went to just a police station and they wanted nothing to do with me. They were just like, dude, you're like, Oh, there's a girl. You're scared of some girl saying something Mm -hmm. about you. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't really understand. Like, this is getting weird. And I don't understand what, like what her motive is at all and i i just need to document that i've been here and he like wouldn't really do it and then ended up my girlfriend had this girl's number and ended up texting her and uh basically like hey stop contacting me current or anyone you know around him because this girl was like photoshopping full like text conversations between like a ton of my friends and even between like her and my mom, and like her and my sister, oh, wow. and like and then taking those screenshots and then just DMing them to random people, like not random people, but like kind of people she knows but doesn't really know that well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was like that for a bit. And then when I went to the police station and we sent her this text message, basically just saying to stop. The next morning, I had a, I was leaving for China for a Vans Park series, and I get a call or I get a call at like eight a.m. and I wake up to it, and it's it just says, this girl, I think, was, or she was going to school in Boulder, Colorado, and it just got, I had a Boulder local P calling me. And I'm just like, all right, what the fuck is this? And I answered it. It's a full detective, and he just starts going off on me, telling me how he's one step away from filing a stalking charge <laughs> against me. And in the state of Colorado, it's a felony offense, and you'll be arrested in california and extradited out to colorado to serve your trial and like just going off he's like i found 14 fake phone numbers registered in your name he's like with all the evidence that i've been shown he's like it's really hard for me to believe it's not you and i just let him talk for a while yeah and then i was like hey man can i tell my side of everything and then he let me talk for like an hour and a half and i'm going through like screenshots and like doing all this stuff like trying to get him not to fucking place this charge against me because then that day i have to go and skate a contest like in china
0: (laughs) oh my god
2: and i'm like and then i'm tripping like if i just get to the airport like am i gonna get arrested like right away like fleeing
1: the scene tripping out and then i
2: yeah and then i have like a family friend or it's actually one of my dad's friends uh he's like really good lawyer and I had him to contact this guy, and then it kind of went dormant for a while. And then I started to get kind of random DMs from like just random dudes, and kind of some of them like started to go off on me, like basically like they're gonna fucking like beat my ass and like whatever.
0: What the fuck? <laughs> and
2: I'm like, dude, like, yeah, and this girl's just feeding people just crazy information, and yeah and it's kind of trippy too. Like the detective was telling me that he was like, yeah, uh, this person has photos of your room and all this shit. Yeah. And then, so this is like where I get jumbled up with the story. So I, I actually met this girl, but I was with my girlfriend at the time. And then the first time I met her, I, uh, saw that she followed me and just randomly. And then I was like, Oh, your friend followed me. And then my girlfriend didn't really know her. She's just like mutual friends with her. And, uh, then there was like a new year's Eve party at this bar and I was there and she was there and there was this random dude that was probably in like his late fifties and was hitting on that girl who's been doing all this shit to me. And one of her friends that was actually good friends with my girlfriend and uh, he just wouldn't leave alone, went over and like kind of told the guy to like, fuck off and like get out of here. And cause they were definitely like really over him. Mm-hmm. I, like got a round of drinks for everyone and then 10 days later was my birthday and we were at my house and then this that girl showed up at like twelve thirty, and we were like bowling and shit before so it was already like already like winding down and then one of my roommates the next morning i are over here like my roommates talking about like dude it's so weird like this girl last night like was hanging out with her like kind of like making out with her and then she like freaked out and was like i can't be here i can't tell you why but you're gonna find out soon and it was that girl and then i found out soon (laughs) what was like gonna start happening oh no (laughs) yeah but it was trippy because i was sitting there like cleaning up And then I was like, oh, this sucks whoever whoever this has to deal with or, like, whatever is going to happen with this. I had no clue that it was going to be me. And... Yeah, and then while she was there, I think was just, like, taking photos of my shit, going through my room, like, just weird shit. And then, uh... But then, like, fast forward up until, like, it was, like, February of 2020. I'm in Mexico City and I get a random call and some dude basically telling me he's gonna like fucking kill me and what the fuck? i'm sitting back just being like oh i know exactly what this guy is talking about and i like had to kind of calm him down and i'm like dude first of all how did you get my number and also he he was just kind of just going off for a bit and i had to, like try to calm him down just to like talk and <laughs> then i added my girlfriend in and i was just like Basically just a dude, calm down. We've been dealing with this situation for like a year now. And yeah, like whatever you're being told is not true. And kind of had the calmness dude down. And he was like, Yeah, I've talked to you on the phone before. You were telling me like fucked up shit. And I'm just like, You talk to me? I'm like, I've never talked to you in my life. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, did I did I sound like this on the phone? I'm like, and he's like, no. And I'm like, <laughs> alright, the- well it wasn't me, dude. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and
2: then, so then after that, I was like, came home, and I'm like, alright, I gotta do something, like, kind of, like, real, because I, I don't know what to do. Like, I can't get a restraining order or anything like that, because this girl's, like, never really done anything to me. She, like, it's like, she read the rule book on, like, how to fuck with someone and not get in trouble Mm -hmm. for it. Yeah. So, yeah, I hired this lawyer, and I had him send, like, a cease and assist letter and uh that uh, she had to comply with it and if she didn't comply she would have gotten sued so
0: is yeah. it working
2: so that's basically yeah worked so far i mean it i don't know what this girl's motive was i don't know if it was just to break me and my girlfriend up but we kind of broke up and we're back together now but It definitely caused crazy problems because she was getting pissed on how I was handling it, and I'm like, I can barely do anything. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I've been trying. Like, I've at one point I had there's like two lawyers like working on it, like try like and like a private investigator too, like trying to figure out like what this girl is doing or like, yeah, it kind of keeps going too. When I sent sent the letter, she complied, but then sent an email back saying that like uh, I'll comply but it's all not true and then my girlfriend was like so livid that she didn't admit guilt and I'm like she's not gonna admit guilt and whatever and so I was just so done with handling it I let my girlfriend like talk to this lawyer she ended up sending like all the all this evidence that we had and then all of a sudden I have to go to like A police station, because this girl took all the evidence that we showed her and tried to. She took it to a police station and tried to spin it like it was me doing it back to her.
0: (laughs) You're in one, man. (laughs) She
2: took all my screenshots and everything, and I I walked into this like I walked into this room and there's all these papers just like laid out, and it's just like me and like a detective and another police officer (laughs) and my lawyer, and I'm like, oh, so you guys like printed everything out and they're like no the girl brought this <laughs> and i'm like looking at the screenshots and i'm like dude these are my screenshots oh. i'm like dude i'm like do it does any do we know what carrier she has because these are all they all say t-mobile on the top yeah, yeah. like and i'm like i've seen like this is all all my stuff like this is insane
0: dude this is a netflix special man
2: yeah i i don't I don't really have the ending yet, like because the ending's not good. I I need to like maybe get murdered or something.
0: No, no no no, 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 no. <laughs> that's not the ending we're looking for. <laughs>
2: no, I'm kidding, but no, it would make. I mean, I could, you can get an alternate into this <laughs> to this movie.
0: That's <laughs> absolutely insane, man.
2: Dude, that's not, that's like summarizing it. Oh, which is. She did... This girl actually did something that was really funny, too. She faked a conversation between her and Jake Anderson, <laughs> and she nailed it on texting back from him. And he, she was writing back, like... She's like... Like, or it was coming from Jake, like, oh, you, you fuckers will figure it out. Like, it's all good. Like... And I'm like, dude, how... Th- it, this... I don't know. For being, like, kind of as kind of just whacked out as this girl is like she's really smart (laughs) i mean she i don't know she made like 14 fake phone numbers and put them in my name so she knows how to do a lot of stuff and she's really good at photoshop and it's yeah so
1: so insane
2: it was scary for a little bit i didn't know what was gonna happen like i didn't know one day if i was just gonna wake up and this girl said something crazy
1: do You think it all started from the night when you told the 50 year old to fuck off and were like, you were like her knight in shining armor. And then she was just trying to figure out a plan to get. Oh, you dude, that.
2: I've tried to think about motives or reasoning so many different times, and I can only come up with this one reason. And my girlfriend went on a date with that girl's best friend's ex boyfriend. And I also think that there's two girls involved in it because this dude was telling me that he was watching text messages from me roll in to her phone.
1: Yeah. Oh. So
2: it's like, but and now it's yeah. I don't. I don't want to give any names out. But I guess this dude's going on to now he's engaged or marrying Ariana Grande. The dude (laughs) that like my girlfriend went on a date with. (laughs)
1: god damn. so it.
2: i don't know if i'm i mean whatever you can go look up and do whatever with that but
1: that's wild man yeah
2: so it's kind of it's 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 so far it's ended i mean maybe if this girl watches this now and finds out that me and my girlfriend are back together maybe it might start no. but whatever <laughs>
1: you <laughs> know she gets sued <laughs> yeah a sound the Netflix but, special The Skateboard Swindler. Yeah. You, I don't know if you guys follow 50 on uh on Instagram when he, I he, watched he that. posted the picture of that guy Simon and the caption was, "Look, bitch. My enemies are after me. Are you going to send the money or not?" <laughs> at least at least there's no money in this. There's no enemies, fake enemies, and you're not getting extorted, but
2: I mean, I had to, I yeah, I definitely had to spend some oh, money
1: to yeah, stop it. Oh, yeah, shit, I didn't even think about it that way. At least it's not yeah. going into her pocket, <laughs> but... Yeah. No. Oh, she set up a Venmo in my name? <laughs> oh, fuck.
2: <laughs> yeah, th- that's what just <laughs> made me think of that. Maybe there's some money going in her pocket somehow. Oh, fuck, hell no. I don't know. Jesus. That's what I found out at the police station. Yo, I, I got there, and I'm like, who, what Venmo, what's this Venmo screenshot? And I'm like, wait, that's not my Venmo, but it has my... Like, profile photo from my Venmo. Like, oh, it was, there's
0: a lot. Oh, man.
2: Yeah. I blocked this girl as soon as she started accusing me that I was cheating, uh, like, with her. And then she's like, she was out there and, like, actually telling people face to face, like, this stuff.
1: (laughs) I'm glad I lost I don't know. Yeah. It's a living nightmare.
2: Oh, and then, dude, I could, I just keep remembering. There's so much stuff that it's, like, hard for my brain to even, like, remember it. (laughs) <laughs> all when i start first talking about it but one of my friends was like seeing this girl at the same time <laughs> and then i had to like call him and tell him about her and he was just like nah you're, you're fucking crazy oh, dude and i'm like I- why would i want to call you and tell you this like wow that would be uh, no i'm like dude you gotta listen to me because like like this is she's nuts dude like i'm looking out for you <laughs> <laughs> like <It
1: up. laughs> wow <man>. yeah <laughs> Did they split so up? So that's
2: that. Oh yeah, I don't think they they don't talk
1: anymore. Okay, we
2: Oh no, he knows now. I mean, he's he now he's like he's like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: yeah. Oh man.
1: But where do we even go from there, Donald? Yeah, I, I don't think. even know that if there's an like story. I can ask
0: another question. Back <laughs> <Practice> to skating? No. <laughs> oh, it's on a, on a lighter note. Um, tell us about the first time you hit a jewel in NYC, man. We're due for some laughs. <laughs>, laughs.
2: Oh, yeah. I don't know. I always I hated on him for so long. And then I took a red eye to New York. And then me and my friends were going to the beach in Jersey. And I was just like super tired and out of it. And I was just like, dude, give me that thing. Like, whatever. And I hit it. And then... I got like super lightheaded. I'm like, dude, this thing is crazy. Like, I didn't know. I didn't. I thought like, I've never really smoked a cig up to that in the point, and I didn't really know what getting like lightheaded or anything felt like. Like, and I just kept hitting it back to back, and I then we roll through a McDonald's drive through, and it's like breakfast time prime McDonald's smell. And it just—I got so nauseous instantly, and I just got out of the car and I just threw up everywhere. <laughs> and it was the grossest throw up I think to this day I've ever had because, for some reason, I was eating a bag of takis, and I had—I was drinking a V eight.
0: Oh, all red, damn, bro.
2: Yeah, and there's a video of it, and it's just like looks like I'm just puking <laughs> blood. It's, uh, and then after that, I. No, I guess I didn't learn my lesson <laughs> i I think I've thrown up twice off of a jewel <laughs> like being like kind of drunk and hit it like again and then then being like, oh, just get extremely nauseous and then uh yeah, just fought through it
1: current current current. I can't stop thinking about the stalker, man. I'm sorry, I can't focus yeah. right now.
2: <laughs> oh no, it's all good it's a it's a it's a fun story
0: I don't know who it's uh, for, not fun for you, man yeah.
2: I when I look I mean now it's fun.
0: If it's over, it, if it's, it's over. I mean it was yeah.
2: hell for sure. Yeah. It, it might be over. I, I mean I I think it has to be over. I mean I, if she talks about me anymore, I think she's screwed. So
1: okay, good good. <laughs> yeah. So Kern, we've heard you had terrible luck with your house and car getting broken into. What's the story there, man? You have trouble locking your doors or what?
2: Uh yeah. I actually do. (laughs) I've been good now because I've let all this shit happen. Yeah, I've... Where I live, it's kind of like... Right, there can just be kind of lurkers coming up from like Hollywood Boulevard. So, and then I'm like right along the 101, so there's a lot of people that I think just come to this area and just check door handles and stuff and... One day I went on a trip, and I was kind of... I was leaving, and I was late. Like, I was getting picked up, and I just, like, didn't have my shit together, and I just was, like, kind of late and left my house. And I have... Which is so stupid. I have a one of those, like, electric just deadbolts that I can do from anywhere, like, yeah. from my phone. And I just spaced it, didn't think about it. And then the next day I get a call from... There's, like, a contractor here, like, fixing um, something in my kitchen, and he was like, hey, have you been here in the last, like, day or two? And I was like, no, I'm actually gone. And he's like, all right, I'm going to FaceTime you. And he FaceTimes me, and my house is just destroyed. Like, there's oh. a bag of concrete that some dude brought in, like, took it out, like, shook it, like, just threw it everywhere. Then, what the fuck? like... My whole kitchen, like, the fridge and everything has just gone through, like, every... It's, it looks like a raccoon got in or something, but, like, Man, it was definitely just some tweaker. Like, he wrote on my walls, he wrote all these phone numbers for pizza, literally, like, pizza places. <laughs> and then there's another... I can actually take you around. and there's, there's some stuff I've left because it's too good not to have up anymore. But he wrote, like, heights on the wall.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? Just
2: I don't know. Didn't measure anything out, and then <laughs> so when the contractor came, like got here, he went inside and he was like, "Hey, the shower's on," and I was like, "Oh, dude, just get out of there." And I had the cops come. They kicked that like it was the bathroom door was locked too, and they kicked the door in no one in there just a, like a pair of nike air max is like in the shower
1: and i have a tankless water heater and the thing's just full blast oh like, my god and
2: i don't know how long it was running for and yeah and then the sky i mean you can see it
0: yeah what is that
2: just scribbled all down <laughs> my door
0: what the fuck holy shit man <laughs> you're keeping it
2: yeah yeah i'm keeping it I, I, might, I was thinking about actually cutting this part out and then putting, cause now like the door is destroyed because I kicked it in but I was thinking of having someone put the middle onto like a new door and make it like a picture frame <laughs> yeah. tweaker, let like, my tweaker art dude. but dude he like went out into this front area like and just had a king size sharpie and just scribbling and just going to town I have a whole video of everything he did. There was, like, I had all these... He was doing shots of hot sauce, eating, like, old half-bakes that are, like, freezer-burned and been in there for a while. Got wasted here. Like, <laughs> I had one of those big Modelo bottles just in my room because I thought those things, like, look funny. Drank one of those, drank, like, five White Claws, drank... I had random tequila and stuff, like, all just gone.
1: Oh.
2: And yeah, and then there's like jars of weed out in front that he's just smoking. And then it's just weird because oh, and this is what happened that I didn't see shit in my toilet, left it, and I was just <laughs> steaming with the shower.
0: Oh, like sky went ham, dog. Dude, there's like
2: shit on my bed. It was and I got I hired a full like crime scene cleanup to come in and just take care of all this shit that was done yeah and but then i was just tripping out because he was just sitting in the front of my house at some point just scribbling on the side and like none of my neighbors were just like (laughs) thought none of my neighbors saw it like yeah and then he i can't figure out he didn't take a single thing nothing was missing but everything was just gone through and and he left his clothes here, but the only thing I wish I had, my I installed a ring and I had like a free subscription to like where you can go back and play it. And it just ran out like three days before. Oh, And I just so badly like wanted to see what he walked out in or just what he looked like or anything. But I he took yeah. some of my clothes, but I can't figure out what he took. <laughs>
0: yeah, and it's like driving so me sad. nuts. Yeah. Oh.
2: So I've been looking down the street, like, every time I see, like, some tweaker or something, like, I'm like, all right, what shoes is he wearing? Like, have a fresh pair of half calves on or something? <laughs> 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 wow. But, I don't know. But that's just one thing that's happened here. I I just got a phone stolen out of my car, I don't even know, a week ago, and I ended up, like, tracking it to this Best Western down the street from my house, <laughs> and... It was at a Best Western, and all of a sudden, that's out of Burger King. I go to the Burger King, like, play the sound, can't figure out. I can't hear it, and I'm like, I'm not going to just go asking people, like, yo, you got my phone? Like, And then, all of a sudden, it's back at the Best Western. I pulled up there, and it's this fucking dude in, like, a 5 Series BMW, and he's got a Burger King cup in his middle console, and I just... Went up to him and I was like, "Yo, man, were you just at the Burger King?" And he was all like, "Caught off guard." And I was like, "Yo, were you just at Burger King?" And he's like, <laughs> uh, "No, no." And I'm like, "And then a kind of a weird scenario started, like, kind of happen where like the car next to him seemed like he was with him." And then I see a door open and there's like a dude just covered in face tats and shit, just like staring at me. And then the other door starts swinging. And I'm just like with my girlfriend, oh. and I'm just like, fuck this, like, I'm I'm at it. Like, I'm not, whatever is, I don't want to be involved in whatever is about to happen over my, like, a phone. Like, my phone's not that important, like, whatever. But then I ended up, two days later, I see the guy again, at, like, passing by, and I went, I had one of my friends, and I just went up to him, and I, like, fully confronted him, and he fully had my phone he, he knew exactly like
1: yeah
2: whatever, but he wouldn't give it up. And he had a fat knife like hanging in his oh. uh just right in his like sweatshirt uh pocket little thing. I could just see it. I'm just like, all right, whatever. I know you got my fucking phone. Like I caught your ass. Like that's all I care about <laughs> at this
1: point. Holy fuck, <laughs> man! What kind of yeah. life you live, bro? Here, You're bro.
2: insane. No, it's it's. Yeah, I've I've got a lot
0: of shit, I, dude. I think <laughs> the stories get better too, man.
2: If you guys want to hear a real good one, I got one. Let's hear it. <laughs> Let's go for it. it, it all right, so <laughs> I was hanging out at my house with a few friends, and uh, there was this party happening down the street, and. I we ended up going down the street to this party. It's the sickest house I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's a massive house, but it's just so cool looking. It wasn't like over the top, just like whatever. But there, I'm all stoked. There's this fucking MMA fighter that I know. Like, or I don't know. I like I met him once. And uh. And then he starts talking to me about like random shit. And then he was just telling me how he bought this sex doll. And And he paid, it's at this party, and it's sitting in this hot tub. He's like, yeah, I paid $2,500 for this fucking sex doll. Like, where should we go put it? And it's like a full raging party going on. I'm like, dude, I'm not helping this dude, like, go (laughs) fucking place a sex doll in this place. And then, so then, whatever. He's wearing a giant fur fucking white coat and shit. And there's this girl there that was, like, a friend that I was hanging out with, and... Going to sit next down, like down next to her. He walks over and he was like, what's up, Curran? Is this your girl? And I'm like, no, I wouldn't call her my girl. Like, we're friends, like whatever. And he goes to shake her hand and she wouldn't shake his hand. And because she already kind of pissed off one of his friends. I mean, sorry, one of her friends. And uh, so he's like, what makes you so fucking high and mighty that you can't shake my hand? (laughs) And she was like, nothing, like just covid he's like bullshit like what do you do for a living and she's like uh i model and he was like is that that's the most fucking pathetic thing i've heard in my life he's like do you have any self-respect and just going off and i'm sitting there i'm just like whoa dude like what the fuck and then she just turns away and starts talking to like her friend and i like try to tell him like dude what are you doing like stop like that's being lame dude like and I don't know him that well. And this dude is on some shit too, like partying. And and I don't really know how... Like I'm just sitting there being like, how do I approach this? And then they just start bickering back and forth, just like going at it. And then it gets to a point where he just starts going off on her. And basically just like calling her a bitch and freaking out. And I just like had to stand up and I'm like, all right, we're leaving right. Like, let, let, let's get out of here. And then... He looks to me and he's like, what, did I go over the line current? Or he's like, what, did I cross the line? And I was like, yeah, I think you went pretty far past it, man. And I I just expected (laughs) to get like socked in the back of the head. And But then he was just like, no, you can get the fuck out of here too. Like, whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm leaving. I want to leave. And I'm walking out of this party and I'm waiting for this giant wood gate to open. And all my friends won't come with me because this party's like, Fucking too cool to leave. Yeah. And I'm just there by myself with her and her friends. And the gate swings open. And at the time, uh, me and my girlfriend weren't together. And it's my girl or ex girlfriend at the time and all of her friends just right there. And I just get caught with this girl and like just in this whole fucking scenario that just happened. <laughs> oh my and God. I'm just. I'm in the middle. I'm like, dude, wh- how- why? Like, why did this have to happen? Like, I'm almost just got my ass kicked by an MMA fighter. Now I'm running into my ex-girlfriend. And then I'm just sitting on the street. And then the girl that I was with wanted nothing to do with me because she thought I, like, didn't stand up for her enough. And I was sitting there. She didn't know who the guy was, but I knew who he was. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to. I can't really stand up to an MMA fighter. Like, this guy can fucking kill me.
0: No, what's, so like, what's the guy's name?
2: I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. Oh, uh, okay. Well, we know yeah. his name.
0: He's a fucking beast. No,
2: he's, I mean, he's world champ. Like, for he sure. Heavy,
0: he's like heavyweight an older guy. world
2: champ. Uh, He's probably in his l- m- late 30s.
0: Yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> that guy's a, yeah. He's an, but like, heavyweight. Guy. Like, yeah, he's a full big, full on fellow. world champ. And, oh, you know who it is? So I'm sitting there. I know exactly who it is, yeah. He's <laughs> he's a freak, man. Like seeing him, hearing uh, that he would walk around in a fur coat, like makes sense. Like he's that, <laughs> um, yeah. And then all of a sudden, she wants
2: nothing to do with me. And then my ex girlfriend's like, go, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like just going off on of me. And then I'm stuck in the middle, and I feel like I should go fix things with this girl because I feel bad, and, and she doesn't know this guy's an MMA fighter. And we were just kind of talking to each other. like it, it was all bad. And then all of a sudden, I just get left in the middle of them. Like, ex-girlfriend walks away. That girl gets a Uber and bails. And I'm just standing there, like, out. Like, I'm just sitting on the curb at this point. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I guess I'm going back into this party. <laughs> and I just went right back in. And I just avoided that, dude, the whole rest of the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you went back but, in yeah i went back in i had no. i was like do i go uber and go home by myself or do i just it stuck that dude none of my friends came with me and it fucking pissed me off so bad yeah that's why because then i, I would if i would have walked in the situation with my ex-girlfriend i would have been it would have been whatever it wouldn't even seem like it was a thing
0: but i had no backup say but this is this is him <laughs> 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 like he yeah, a big
1: fellow right there oh, man oh my god Bro, he sounds like a loser though. God damn.
2: I have a photo from the night that's so fucking good. It's it like sums up how I look in the photo and everything. It nothing's even happened yet and it's already it looks like I know that this shit's about to happen. <laughs> um right here. <laughs> I'm right here. Wow. Oh my. There's God. a sex doll. Oh
1: okay, I was like, there's
2: like random girl. That's the sex doll. That's like,
0: was it at my friends? That's <laughs> yelling at me. Wow. Yeah. He was actually just supposed to come back into the UFC this year, but you think he's Yeah, he bailed in his fight. Or he's scared. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> he scared. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fight him. No, I'm just kidding. I think you had your chance, yo. I will not. I
2: will not fight that guy. <laughs> uh, I had my. That was my chance. But I might not be doing this interview right now if uh, you you took if it? I would have stood up to the guy more. Yeah, I might be like <laughs> under the ground. Jeez, oh, man. that's fucked. <laughs> 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 you know, it's funny. I was just about. I don't know, I'm just thinking of all my freaking stories I've got, and that's definitely at the top of the list. <laughs> uh, but this is, like, a good one. This isn't, like, me, like, I could die or something, or stalked or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was the same trip that I was on when I hit that jewel. I, I just went to New York for three days. Like, it was, like, fashion week, and I was, like, single at the time, and I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go to New York and party for three days and come home. (laughs) And I... One of my good friends at the time was dating uh, Alec Baldwin's daughter. And so I was, like, friends with her, and she was out there, and then she was actually hanging out with... uh, Oh, what's her name? Christy Brinkley's daughter, Sailor Brinkley. And so my friends come over to my hotel they're all surfed out and they pat like fell asleep and i was like dude i'm going out tonight by myself like i'm just with i'm I'm gonna go meet up with them with like the girl's name ireland the other one's sailor and i just i bailed my friends and i just went with them and then we go to this i think it was like a fendi rihanna party (laughs) and i'm sitting down and all of a sudden like I make myself a drink. And I'm just, like, not really paying attention. And then all of a sudden, like, people start trickling into, like, this table that I'm sitting at. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, like, the model girl that's got, like, all the skin pigmentation? Like,
0: like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's dating Kyle Kuzma now. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, all of a sudden, she's sitting next to me. And then on the other side of her, it's, like, Drake. And then on the other side of her, it's, like, Kendall. And then it's, like, Rihanna. And then it just keeps going on, like, the people. And I'm sitting there, and I'm, with with these two girls. And I start, like, just – I'm just uncomfortably drinking and because yeah. I just feel like I'm just so out of place right here. And, yeah, I just get wasted, like, instantly. And I've never really blacked out before. And all of a sudden, I don't remember leaving or doing anything. And then I, like, snap back, and I'm making myself a drink. And I, I'm looking around, and I'm like, dude, I'm at a, I'm at a different, like, where, uh, what club is this? Like, where am I? And then all of a sudden, I realize I'm at One Oak in New York. <laughs> and then I'm like, who am I with right now? And I'm, like, looking around, and I can just see, like, girls, but I don't see anyone I know. And then I'm like, are there dudes at this table? And I look, and, I'm like, right on the other side of me, it's Leonardo DiCaprio and this, <laughs> that dude Scott Disick. <laughs> <laughs> and then... I then it came then I remembered that I asked Leonardo DiCaprio if I can get a drink and he was like yeah go for it and then I'm just now I'm like really tripped out I'm really wasted (laughs) and I'm like don't know what the fuck is going on and I'm just observing everything just tripping out all of a sudden I just get pushed like so aggressively and and I'm like hammered so it like came off like like, just, like, folded yeah. my back. Oh, whiplash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just, and then it's, like, this little girl, like, I mean, little, like, I didn't know it at the time, but then somebody hands her a mic, and then she hops on stage, and that, it's fucking Cardi B. And she just pushed <laughs> the shit out of me to get on stage. <laughs> and then the little, the, her the song, like, just dropped that, like, her big song that she just, like, It was like right when she came on the scene. It's just like, ding, ding, ding. It just starts playing. And I'm like, (laughs) that's who just pushed me. And then I'm sitting there watching it. And I'm literally like, I'm like this close to where I can like touch her. Like as she's performing. But then I'm realizing that everyone's looking at her. And I'm like in the spotlight too, basically. And I'm like sitting up there like (laughs) swerving just watching oh, her and she's God. got like this guy underneath her because the ceiling in this place is like really low and she's up on a stage so she's like she's microscopic too and she's like <laughs> like crouched over and there's a guy like just dedicated <laughs> yeah. to just pulling her dress down so she doesn't like flash everyone <laughs> and then all of a sudden I-, I was watching it and then i just black out again and, or <laughs> do you co- and then I come to climbing into an Uber, and I'm getting into, like, the back seat of it, and I'm like, who the fuck's getting in this Uber? Because I just, like, came back to life, and it's Leonardo DiCaprio, and, like, that the whole table that I was with, getting in this Uber, and I'm really bad at, like, if I'm drunk and riding a car, like, I'm throwing up, and oh, no. I was like, I can't I can't do this I got to get out of this car like and I ended up getting out of the car and they were all tripped out for sure because they were like what the fuck like I just wigged out I was like oh, I can't come like I uh just bailed out of it and yeah all of a sudden I meet back up with who I originally went out with like the sailor in Ireland Ireland and uh we ended up like going back to their place and then Girl Sailor thinks it's funny to, like, put on Titanic because, we like, we're just around him. And then she hands me a joint, and for some reason I smoke this thing, and I'm so wasted that the opening scene of Titanic just starts flying past my head. Like, I've <laughs> never experienced anything like this in my life. I'm, like, I'm about to pass out or, like, something is really wrong right now and I sprint to the bathroom and I just throw up like everywhere like all over the floor and then like make it to the toilet and then I spent probably like 20 minutes like just wastedly cleaning it up just like (laughs) (laughs) and then this she like this our sailor comes in or like into the hallway and I'm walking out I'm like just shocked but I'm kind of like alright now because I just threw up so much stuff and she grabs me And starts making out with me, and midway through it, I'm like, I'm going to throw up again. And I pulled her away, and I just started throwing up all on the floor (laughs) of the bathroom again.
1: Oh, no. And then she
2: was, and I remember I literally, like, had nothing left in me that I, like, collapsed. And she goes, wow, am I really that fucking gross? Gross. And I, and I started laughing. I'm like laughing and like half throwing up, being like, "It's not you." Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I just got stuck into a get. I just got put into a guest room.
1: Holy shit! And
2: uh,
0: what a night.
2: Yeah. And then I missed my flight the next day. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I ended up spending another night there. I was like, just the whole next day, I was just recovering. I couldn't even get up and like get off a couch i was just so hurt like hurting so bad like
0: yeah did you ever think about where that uber with leo would have led you man yeah i don't know i mean i would have (laughs) probably
2: had a cleanup fee uh maybe i would have held it together maybe but yeah, I don't know, but I don't know why, like, being that drunk, I was just like, I I think I was just nervous I was going to throw up, and I couldn't do it around these people.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm glad the story didn't go down that road for your sake, man.
2: No, they all have, like, kind of, they all kind of, there's good points, and they have shitty endings. It's always a shitty ending. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, wow, that's, like, one of the most epic nights I've ever heard of, ever.
2: I don't even know if you call it blacking out, because, or... I know, I. But it's so funny every time my brain would just come back. It was always just in the best scenario of like.
0: <laughs> I need to remember this. Part. Yeah,
2: it's like it knew it. It was like you, you should you should tell this story one day. Because <laughs> imagine if I just woke up and I don't remember shit, but I had that whole night.
1: Yeah, that would have been yeah. horrible. Well, thanks for sharing it on the bunt, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem. problem. <laughs> back to skating again we've been going back and forth with the wildness but (laughs) last year mason silva's Sodi trip looked so fucking fun uh that edit yeah you guys killed it do you have any memorable stories from that trip
2: actually there is just this one session of a shot skating this stair set and hubba that we skated um yeah yeah he did 14 tricks like (laughs) And it's like an 11 stair, like, it was a proper set of stairs, like, all in it's like a bummer. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> and yeah, it was so funny because it, like, we were, it, it was, I it had this little restaurant like right at the Rollaway and there was all these chairs and everything. And you can just like sit and watch. And there's this one just random dude there and there's no one else at this restaurant and he's just sitting there just loving it. And he, and it, it was funny because I had, like told somebody, I was like, it's funny that this guy's this psyched on it because he has no idea probably what he's watching right now. And this is maybe like one of the craziest displays of skating ever, like that I've ever seen
1: <laughs> Yeah. of,
2: of just literally like everything is first or second try. And it's just like nollie flip, switch flip, nollie heel, like just shit that shouldn't happen first try. And <laughs> it's all, and this guy's just giving the, getting the demo of his life. And yeah, but I actually had a pretty funny scenario. At that time, it was my ex girlfriend, but now we're together. So she was like, "Yeah, you're gonna probably see see me out there," and I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "You'll you'll find out," and I just like didn't really pay attention to it. And then all of a sudden, we get to I think it's Sylvania, and we're in like the middle of downtown. There's just a 50-foot billboard of her (laughs) just literally the whole side of the building and then somebody points it out i'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me dude
1: it's it was
2: kind of insane like and then yeah it made it in the mag and everything that's amazing burnett burnett loved it
1: (laughs) that's when you realized you had to get back with her huh
2: no i don't know we've just been we've had problems (laughs) off and on so that's I don't know. Both can't not be together, so we just <laughs> chalked it up as we're together. <laughs> but I gotta find this photo, dude. It's it's we were actually fine at the time, so it wasn't like a bummer to see it, but Oh my god, my god.
1: <laughs> Epic man.
2: <laughs> well I was like Of course. <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty funny. But yeah, that was a, a great trip. Got to skate um this plaza in Innsbruck Austria that's like maybe the sickest place I've ever skated in my life I've been there before but I was there for like a flip demo so I didn't really get to skate it the same way as you would if you just pulled up to it
1: mm-hmm. oh, um is that the one with the transitions and you kickflip the hip
2: yeah yeah that yeah that's probably you need like though. two days at that place kind of to like i don't know to just experience all of it there's so much to skate there that it's it's insane and yeah i want to go back really bad i don't really have too many of those places that i've been to where i'm like i want to go back like i'll do a trip all the way there just to go and skate that
1: damn it looks unreal blake carpenter's front heel over the thing was crazy
2: yeah, that thing is really hard to skate, too, and especially that way that he did that. It's insane.
0: Madness. So, Curran, over here at the Bunt, we like to go behind the scenes on some of our guest's favorite tricks. Can you give us the backstory to your Smith grind last trick and propeller? What was that session like?
2: Yeah, that one was about an hour of roll-ups before I tried it. <laughs> oh, not that long, but it was just I had like – Greg Hunt was there, Cody Green, Anthony Acosta. It was just one of those sessions that, like, I called everyone to. And it was like, all right, I got to go do it. And so I was, like, struggling at first to, like, hop on it. But then I 50 it first try and then tried one Smith and made it to the bottom, and then I landed at the third try. Oh yeah. So that was that one. yeah yeah but that one i was kind of stoked the way i rode out of it like i kind of ollied a curb i didn't ollie it the way i would like to but
0: yeah you popped over it
2: yeah i was either running run over the blind bumps or ollie over that curb and i just somehow i don't even think my tail hit the ground it just kind of <laughs> like no popped over it <laughs> but yeah, yeah i sure don't that know that cool. one was, i was stoked on that one actually what i'm not stoked about that one is that when I'm curving around in the parking lot, for some reason, after I do something I was just scared of, I just sit there and swing my arms.
0: <laughs>
2: and I'm like, why am I swinging my arms like this? Like, I've done that so many times where I look back and I'm just like, oh, why'd you do that? That's, that's one yeah. of those times.
1: No, there's some things that you, yeah. you almost can't control when you're feeling nice. Like one thing that yeah. uh, in our crew we called sponsor mouth it's just like (laughs) you land a trick and you just like you just like open your mouth for no reason
2: oh yeah jake's got a good one
1: (laughs) yeah you watch the clip after and you're like what the fuck (laughs) austin gillette had a good one too i can't remember the clip but maybe that's where jake got it from classic sponsor (laughs) mouth
2: (laughs) yeah jake we went to montana for uh just one day just to go skate this one park i wanted to go skate really bad and I made him film a trick cuz I was like, dude, you can film something here. Like I know you can do something here. And he ends up filming something insane, and when he lands it, his face is so shocked. Like and it's like <laughs> prime right on him. Like it's so good. But that, that'll come out. I think maybe in Jake's part or may, might be in mine.
1: Sick. Not Sick. sure yet. Can you tell us about the session? Take us behind the scenes on that 50 also in propeller on that like gnarly rail with the drop on one side and there's like an old guy holding the other rail
2: he was not psyched for sure (laughs) that kind of that was so long ago i don't really remember actually i think that was maybe one of the first times i really like got in the van and was like filming with them and i remember i've had like scenarios where it's just like just me in the van and i'm just like fuck man i wish somebody else was here like i don't want to like all the pressure's on me today, and that was one of those days where we're just like rolling the places, and then I don't even really do five O's, like, <laughs> and then I was like trying to think of like tricks that have been done on that thing, and yeah, I was like, I'll five O it, I guess, and <laughs> yeah, I like the clip because the dude was not psyched, but it's kind of a cool little clip.
1: Yeah, that shit was bucked, man. Death drop on one side.
2: I had like a really sick trip one time with. Uh, filming for propeller with or it was in paris it was just it ended up just being me and chima for like seven days so. it was funny like abe flew out and we skated around for like just one day and then the next day he's just not the van even. he just went home just bailed <laughs> <laughs> and um then it was just basically me and chima like kyle was supposed to come and got hurt right before fanner came on the trip for a second of it but it was actually really sick just me and chima for like yeah like seven days it was it was good but our first tour guide when we got there i think he rode for vans i forget his name but just bailed us like midday (laughs) what was just like yeah i'm uh I got to go. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, you knew we were supposed to be like here and showing us around. He's like, yeah, but I'm kind of just over it. Like, I (laughs) got (laughs) to (laughs) go.
1: And they're like, all right. (laughs) But it's kind of funny. Wow. Damn, man. Yeah. Everyone was over that one. Yeah.
2: I don't know why. That was when Chima switched trade on the double set happened.
1: Whoa, you were there for that one?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I know uh, Mike Burnett took a, Took a board to the toe and got pretty smoked <laughs> on that switch tray.
1: Yeah, <laughs> That's but it was a good like trip. It looks giant.
2: Yeah, it's a fat one.
0: Shout out Chima. Yeah. So what's next for current cables?
2: Got to release this part. And then I think I might just keep, I might just try to get something else out there by the end of the year. I don't know. It kind of sucks how like the whole SOTY shit is uh, not even i like thinking that I'm a contender or anything, but I hate how it's set up. Like now it's just such a, I don't know, just program. Like, it's just like who can make yeah. the most content. And mm-hmm. it's kind of not, it, it should go back into like, cause I, I remember, I think that's, I mean, it's not the way it started. Like it was like, I feel like back in the day it was a big build up to like a skater of the year. Like, it would be, like, from what that dude did, like, the last three years. You know? Yeah. And then now it's not like that anymore. So it's a little... I mean, that's just the internet for you. Yeah. But... Real shit. Yeah. But uh try to get out maybe another part. And, yeah, it's been trippy. It's, like, such... I'm living such a different life than I ever really have. Like, since I've been, like, 12 years... Or, yeah, like, 12 years old. Like, I've been nonstop traveling. And then just to go to, like nothing to where i wake up and i'm just like what am i gonna do today like instead of just being like two weeks at home and going off somewhere like just living out of a suitcase just to- and then now it's is it really it's strange adjustment for sure it, but it, and it's funny because it's something i've always wanted too. where i'm like yeah. when i was younger i was i never wanted to leave i never wanted to go anywhere but now right now i want to leave i want to go somewhere like, it's getting old, but it's been nice, for sure. And it's pretty trippy just to, like, skate only at home. It's kind of almost changed how I skate, too.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully the insanity chills out in your life and, uh, you know, just the good stories keep happening, like the Cardi B blackouts and no more stalker, <laughs> no more fucking MMA yeah. psychos. <laughs>
2: No, for sure. I hopefully, uh, hopefully, these are the stories that I have for the rest of my life, and I don't have to like get new shitty ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll see. There's always some shit happening. <laughs> I'm always like that dude for some reason.
0: <laughs> Just
2: a target. <laughs>
1: Yo, yo, it's Rapid Fire with the Ghost, and this week, we brought to you by Spitfire Wheels. Spitfire is releasing a new colorway of their Skate Like a Girl Formula 4 wheels. The wheels are available at a local shop near you, and a portion of the sales goes to help Skate Like a Girl keep doing the great work they do working to create an inclusive community by promoting confidence, leadership, and social justice through skateboarding. To learn more about Skate Like a Girl, head to skatelikeagirl.com. All right, Curran, you crazy bastard. It's that <laughs> time, little rapid fire. You ready? Yep. Favorite skater?
2: Grant Taylor.
1: Favorite video?
2: Dude, it might have to be this dream video. It's like the one I can watch over and over. It's like a bunch of kids just doing random shit, but... It's probably like Sorry
1: in reality. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite video part? Artos and Sorry. Favorite style? Grant Taylor. Which skater had the biggest influence on the way you skate?
2: I mean, as I got older, I mean, obviously paid attention to a lot more people, but when I was younger, I think it was like Bob Burnquist, which Sick. is kind of random. Weird. But yeah, he was like, I remember. I, I also like met him when I was really young and stuff too, and like went to his house and skated. So, yeah, that was like definitely Sick. someone for sure.
1: He was like the Michael Jackson of skating, eh? With the ranch and the kids coming over.
2: Yep. Whoa, <laughs> Jesus! Dude. I split my fa- face open there, pretty not good. in a bad way. Oh, fuck.
0: oh <laughs> that's, that's shit. fucked up, dude. How are you coming at Bob? <laughs> yeah.
2: No, Bob ain't like that. Fuck. No, no. (laughs) The ranch ranch and
1: the kids. I'm just (laughs) kidding. Uh, Sorry, Bob. You're a fucking legend. Switch God. Love you. Come on the Um, He's the Switch
2: God for days.
1: Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth.
2: I think it's maybe Costin
1: Favorite trick?
2: Fuck. It might just be a kickflip.
1: Hardest trick for you? Switch flip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, I was lurking your Instagram before the interview for uh, inspiration and i saw that switch flip at beebles park so yeah i i know i agree with oh
2: that. yeah 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 that thing was bad <laughs> that thing is <laughs> real bad that's why i put it in there i was just like dude this thing is heinous
1: yeah, i was like <laughs> but- how does current cables have a cleaner nolly front heel than switch flip man <laughs>
2: it just works better for me for some reason i and on i think i have a well i don't think i have a hip problem for sure like i i tore this (laughs) i tore the ligament in my hip to where my leg doesn't like going back anymore like
0: Uh, i
2: actually lost tricks from it 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 maybe was a good thing it maybe made me grow up a little bit like i i can't do those tuck knees anymore
1: Mm.
2: they don't work like I can't get my thing back there, but and then also stalefishes too. I can't do a stalefish because I can't really get to my board. Damn. Um, but it was almost kind of a good thing. Like I don't need to do a little kid tuck knee anymore.
1: <laughs> so, but bro, you got to break out some some of that Nolly front heel game on on the streets in your parts, man. It's looking good. Yeah,
2: try. <laughs> it's gonna. I feel like my parts gonna be not really what people might be expecting i got like ledge lines and shit
1: (laughs) yo that was something (laughs) else i was gonna comment on that i forgot too i was like yo i didn't see one like two ledge line in any of your parts that i could remember maybe i missed some shit but
2: no i've never really done it
1: i'm excited for your part man
2: yeah i i have like i think i only have two i got two ledge lines
1: hell yeah so stoked on it it's better than no ledge lines
2: Yeah, well, actually, I have less transition than I do ledge lines.
1: (laughs) I, like,
0: don't
2: really have any transition clips. I went to Montana and filmed for some stuff, but I don't really know what to do with it because I filmed, like, four tricks in one day, so it's, like, kind of weird to just try to put that into a part. Mm. But, yeah, I guess you got to find the right song or something for that.
1: Okay, Current (laughs) 2.0, coming soon. Yeah. (laughs) Most illegal trick. Ooh,
2: I really don't like no complies. Damn! All right. Like no complies themselves are like fine, like backside and frontside. I I like them, but when people are hitting the ground and popping it, like shoving it, like you know, like land into it, like I can't stand that. <laughs> I think that was maybe like one of the worst trends in skating.
1: Maybe. I agree. Favorite clip you've ever gotten?
2: Oh, I think I think maybe the kickflip I did at that austria like or yeah
1: that was was fucking nice and tweaked
2: i think that was maybe the best one i've ever done and that might be my favorite one so far and it's like the whole place and surroundings and everything
1: yeah oh yeah what's the worst trend you've been a part of
2: i got really over or i started to pay attention to my pants a lot like where i look back and i'm really bummed on the pants i used to wear I think okay. where they're just a little like too skinny. And also like I'm very skinny, so it doesn't really, it just makes me look more skinny. Yeah. So maybe that's, I don't know if that's really a trend. Skinny pants. Yeah.
1: Bro, pants are the most impossible thing to figure out, man. Oh yeah. It's, From it's a week tough to one. The next, you might just think all oh, your pants suck. And then you're like, oh, these ones work. And then two weeks later, you're like, no, those suck too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I have a lot of clothes yeah. crisis. All the, I like I just get so sick of all my stuff, mm-hmm. but then I um, get sparked for like one T-shirt and then run it until I don't <laughs> want to wear it anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm the same. Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed?
2: I was there for some of like Dave Gonzalez's stuff that he was filming for that like Ooh. possessed the skates stuff. Jesus. But I'm is a back grind that he did on the like the Musca rail. Like, against a wall.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah.
2: So, just watching that was maybe the gnarliest thing I've ever
1: watched. What's the one trick that got away? Oh, I've been trying to do a
2: front heel in the Garvanza Bowl. And that one has been pissing me off. It's been, like, right there. But it's just always, like, something a little off with catching it. Just because it's so different than a kickflip. On kickflips on training, you can suck them up and they'll just be right under your feet. But a front heel is like, you're kind of just always feeling like you're on tippy toes. Your board's not really there. Mm -hmm. Um, And that one has been kind of getting away from me. I've I've tried it like four times.
1: Channel your inner Omar Hassan slash Jake Anderson, man. Your boys. Yeah.
2: I'm so bad at two of just sticking shit. Like I'm the person that will be trying something that's just like an inch away and won't let myself do it and i have to feel like very secure to land something and that one is just like my biggest arch enemy because it just kind of all feels out of control a little bit and i always need to feel like i'm gonna land it for some reason even though they're working sometimes like i mean i feel like every skater has that but some more than others
1: I remember kind of getting over that. Not that I'm completely over it. Obviously, that I still don't commit to everything. But now that I'm older and like jumping down shit hurts so much more. Oh yeah. In my head, I'm just I just rationalize it as like it's gonna hurt my body so much more to keep kicking out than to just go for it, even if it maybe doesn't feel a hundred percent right. I'd rather land on my board as it hurts less than fucking kicking out like thirty times. Yeah. mm Hmm you got that though front heel
2: yeah i've gotten close for sure but i I haven't stomped it yet like i haven't put one down i've just caught them. i've caught like so many (laughs) uh but there's but then it goes from like you airball like five in a row and then all the one all of a sudden one slaps your feet all crazy and then you're like oh oh oh," and just kick it away because you're just like yeah
1: yeah you weren't ready
2: yeah. So, and then you try to get back in that rhythm of like, oh, the next one I catch, and then it's like you're not catching them, and then the one you do catch, you're not ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Classic. Skate Just life. A surprise. Yeah. Yeah. What's the biggest bunt you've ever witnessed?
2: Um. Oh. Jake was actually like, we were driving him back to his house, and it was like twelve o'clock at night, and he was talking shit, saying how like we should pull over and ollie this gap right here, and pull over and look at it and he's like oh i'm not fucking doing it i'm like dude you just made all of us just get out of the car and come look at this like it's like late at night like we're all trying to go home and i'm like now you're not going to do it (laughs) and he's like well if you do it i'll do it and i'm like really and he's like yeah and i'm like all right and i went and i ollie this thing that i definitely scared to do and i ended up (laughs) doing it and it was in the middle of night like no light or anything and and then he just like for like the next like 30 minutes was just like rolling up like thinking about trying it (laughs) and then it was just trying to make us all feel bad for him like being like dude i'm gonna get hurt i could have been in bed i'm like dude you did this to yourself (laughs) and i'm like you didn't think i was gonna ollie it and now here we are now you gotta try it and then he just tries one and just jumps all the way the flat and it's like it's really tall it's like it was from a parking lot to a different parking lot it, but it's like dirt for like the first half of it it's probably like f- five or six feet and then it drops like another five feet off this like wall so it's just oh, one of those yeah. big parking lot drops yeah. not like a far gap but just like high yeah and then he was just uh, that was that was something that was that was a bunt
1: damn Jake <laughs> you bunter ass motherfucker <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's gonna be probably be pissed at me
1: love that what's the last new trick you learned
2: nose grunt or crook like front shove i guess
1: oh sick dream job after skating
2: i've always thought of it about like being able to like i'm super into cars and i've always thought about being like a car not like car designer but like say i guess like what an interior designer would do at someone's home where it's like mm. somebody comes to you in their car and they let you decide what like How
0: to should happen.
2: It. Yeah, like but then I just want to be the designer of it. I don't want to go and do the work.
1: You're <laughs> saying you are trying to be the next exhibit. Yeah?
2: Exactly. Yeah, but don't let like West Coast Customs take the reins cuz yeah, like, you know,
0: more useful stuff. Yeah, like yeah, I'm not yeah, going to yeah. throw like
2: a fish tank in someone's car. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. That's not really. That's not really a good black backup yeah, that's plan. A good or, one,
1: yeah. oh, I like that. I like that.
2: <laughs> but that'd be a fun job for sure. It'd probably get old fast, but seemed like it would be fun. Or maybe <laughs> to own the cars after you're done with them. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't put too much thought into my dream job. Yeah. Um, so far, I'm living it.
1: So yeah, exactly. Favorite local brand.
2: I really like. This pro surfer named Dane Reynolds. His wife has a company, and it's called Trash Boy. And it's it's actually really sick. Like I've bought in a few T-shirts and stuff, and it just says Trash Boy in like a shitty Thrasher font. (laughs) So nice. I like that for sure.
1: So, favorite local skater?
2: Uh, friend Jorge in Ventura. He's insane. He's got insane pop and like is insane at, like, doing flip tricks off of bumps that don't really make sense. (laughs) So, yeah, definitely have to give him that.
1: Shout out, Jorge. What's the one sponsor you regret riding for?
2: I regret riding for Red Bull. I rode for them when I was a little kid. I rode for this headphone company that was really bad. It was, like, a (laughs) sister company to, like, Beats by Dre. And I ended up getting kicked off. It was the first company I ever got kicked off. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, what did, what did I? I didn't do anything to get kicked off. Like, what the hell? There's the team just didn't like me. But I was also like a little kid. But then also Red Bull pissed me off because I actually left them. They didn't kick me off. Nothing happened. I, and then they were really bummed on me for just bailing that they started telling everyone that they kicked me off. <laughs> what the like i remember hearing it from people i'm like and it was at a time in my life where i was like probably re-signing with vans or something and they, they i was just still like a little kid and they're kind of making it seem like i mean this is it was totally my decision but they were basically kind of saying like oh you're just kind of in it skating for like money and whatnot when I like that's how they're kind of treating me as at, like when I was younger and so I literally went to Red Bull and I quit to prove a point to Vans that like mm-hmm. I'm not just a little kid looking for as much money as I can get like I don't give a shit really like mm-hmm. and I and I left them and
0: yeah.
2: yeah but I've also then I went and rode for Monster and was riding <laughs> for Mountain Dew but uh, <laughs>
1: get that paper yeah. player
2: yeah now i'm now i'm drinkless over here got no drink sponsor <laughs> they, actually right now is the chorus i've ever been maybe <laughs> except for like when i was like a little kid starting like i look at the stickers right. on my board now and i'm like all right yeah that's that's cool i don't that's like proper. can't really shit talk these ones now so
1: uh, i feel that but me and donald are we got no problem yeah. with uh the homies getting that paper man while you can so
2: it's a different different time than ever for sure like no one's gonna hate on someone getting paid like back in the day that's for sure like having a yeah. drink sponsor and stuff like such a so negative you
0: like ran out of town yeah
2: <laughs> yeah but now everyone everyone's like i'll take that in a heartbeat like
0: take anything
1: man yeah. yeah i mean now there's all the like healthier you know energy drinks or whatever there's some random yeah. ones coming up I'm sure you could hop on one of those
2: I want to ride for coca-cola so bad <laughs> <laughs> that's like the, that's the dream
1: yeah. favorite teammate ever
2: uh louie
1: sick worst yeah. teammate ever
2: I have a few people but I don't know who I want to throw under the bus <laughs> it's kind of some of the scenarios that have happened on one certain trip that made me kind of like not, like, this person as much, but it was, might be Matt Berger. Oh. Oh. And it's, and it, I'm still, oh. like, I'm still, like, fine with him <laughs> and friends, whatever. But I think, like, there was a King of the Road we were on where it was just, me and him were just going at it, like, back and forth. Just, it was just nonstop. And that might have been, like, maybe one of the worst experiences on a trip, like, where he, like, almost <laughs> wanted to fight me. Wow. Cause he was just trying to be MVP and I'm like, like everyone was just like kind of giving him shit the whole time for it. And it got to a point where he was got really over me and like wanted to fucking punch me. And, <laughs> yeah.
0: He is getting desperate. though. But huh? now
2: he, he's fine. Like I like him, whatever. But that was probably just being a teammate with someone. I've never had that happen with anyone else. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Right. So,
1: uh, Berger, dude. our Canadian brother, <laughs> Karen, you're a real one man worst company what is
2: it i don't know there's one out there worse than them them all (laughs) Uh. (laughs) you know it's funny i mean i've since i've been a really really little kid i've always not liked vulcan and and it has it has it has nothing to do with anyone there, or anything. I've all, I've just had this thing where I've just, I've just never liked it,
0: dude. When I was a kid, I thought that was the illest company. <laughs> Rally, man.
2: I don't know why. I have just, yeah, and it's nothing. It's doesn't have to do with, I don't know. I've just never been a real fan. I don't it's know why.
1: Right in the middle of both of you, I've always been a hundred percent indifferent on Volcom it's never gotten me hyped yeah. but it's never bummed me out no
2: i mean they've done sick shit and stuff i've yeah. just never really been into
0: it i don't know i had an orange volcom shirt that i wore for like two years straight it felt like <laughs> dude volcom stone man i drew yeah. that logo on every fucking school book or binder i ever it's a good logo
1: wear. for sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it though it's so fucking random Chicago that was one Really, sick yeah. Thing they contributed yeah. to skateboarding, great video. Yeah. <clears throat> I was always bummed after they let go Appleyard. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they've always done sick stuff. I just don't know why I've never. I, I don't think it's the worst company.
0: No, you can't go back, man. The deed is done. <laughs> I know.
2: I I know. <laughs> i have done. I well, I don't. I can't get kicked off. So whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> worst trend.
2: It might go back to how baggy pants get now. <laughs> mm,
0: I like
2: it, man. It's true. There's a fine line where yeah. where it's kind of crazy, though. You go to a skate park and there's, like, kids that are, like, little kids wearing, like, size, like, 34 jeans. Like, you can tell. Like, their belt is just, like...
1: <laughs> you're like, dude... I don't, know. I don't know. Worst style.
2: Fuck it. I'm gonna say Jake Anderson. Just to... Oh, <laughs> Oh, I'm it, <laughs> no, I don't want to say it. He doesn't have a bad style at all. I like his style, actually. But I just think it would be funny just to say it.
1: It's all love. Last person you want on the sesh.
2: Fuck, but I don't want to start anything. <laughs> it might be it might be Jordan Maxham. Oh. <laughs> and it's not like I'm fine with him also, man. too. Like... I I don't know. We would go on Mountain Dew trips and he would just get fucking, well, me and Sean were on the Mountain Dew trips doing like kind of bare minimum. And (laughs) he, and then you're going on a, we just had like certain scenarios that just like have made it weird where like we're, we're not going up to like this shitty little, like me and Sean won't get out of the van on some shitty little spot on this trip. And then he'll be like, what the fuck? Like, you guys are too high and mighty to skate this shit. Like, giving a shit about.
0: Oh, my God. And we're like, God, dude, this thing yeah. sucks.
2: Let's just let's just keep it rolling, dude. Like,
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe there's a. Uh, we skate different things. He wants to skate certain things. And I don't know how to pop out that well. Sometimes. <laughs> but that was like. I mean, that was like maybe a scenario. That was like a scenario that kind of happened where it's just. You get caught up where somebody trying some, some shit where like, dude, let, we got shit to do. Let's like keep, let's keep it rolling.
1: Like, yeah, <laughs> oh,
0: I don't know. Now um, I feel bad. Have, now I'm gonna have to. you, you killed it, dog. <laughs> <laughs> One of the all time interviews, man. He uh, can't thank you enough for coming on the pod.
2: Uh, thanks, thanks for having me. I'm stoked to do it.
0: Dude, you might get a second episode with all the stories, man.
2: Yeah, there might be. Like, I don't know. Like, Catch was, back
0: up with you in a few years.
2: Yeah, whenever this airs, that's a lot of time. A lot of shit happened in a, lot, a small amount of time right now. So a few months, might. I might have like a whole new thing for you guys. <laughs>
1: bro, who knew Current Capels, one of the realists in the game. Immediate bunts classic. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> Ah, uh, no problem. Stoked. Thanks for having me.
0: Welcome to the post office brought to you by our good friends at Dickie's Skateboarding. Quality workwear since 1922. From the work site to the streets, nobody keeps you fitted like Dickie's. I ghost, final post office of the season, who we got up first. You've got mail. <laughs> ah, Shit
1: first up we got an email from alejandro paz ayo what's up bunt guys what is the best way to overcome the fear of skating in the skate park as a beginner i love skating a lot but man the skate park is intimidating as hell i feel like i can't even talk to no one in the park i'm mad scared like i was a kid i get stressed out about people watching me or judging me i feel like i can't be accepted at the park It's the only place I can skate where I live and I chicken out every time I feel like a pussy but I can't help myself and think like everyone is good at the park and I'm ass and they probably wondering maybe why a beginner is using dickies. I wish I had friends to skate (laughs) with. It would be easier. But alone, that's hardcore, B. Uh, Need them overcoming fear tips.
0: Alejandro, man, that's a tough one. But... um One thing I will say is that no matter how long you've been skating, how good you are, everybody is a little bit self-conscious, definitely. And especially at the skate park, I still am the same way sometimes I go there, warming up, maybe not get off to the best start, get a little self-conscious myself, man. So just, just realize we're all human, we all feel that way. But you just gotta find your little zone, man. Get in the zone, try not to worry so much about outside factors and just get your skate on, brother. No doubt, man.
1: Alejandro, let me tell you how I see it from two perspectives. Uh, on the one side, when I'm coming back from an injury or I'm super rusty, I get that same self consciousness. I hate going through that process, especially if you're like in a new city skating in front of new people, and you're like, "Oh, they're seeing me on my worst day." Like, but really, it's all in your head. No one cares as much as you. So you just got to try and fight those demons and then from my perspective when i'm comfortable at a park and i have none of those self-conscious feelings at like a local park or something and i see an older head learning how to skate i actually just it like makes me happy so if you're struggling no one's judging you for not being the best skater at the park if anything people you know if you have a you want to ask for a trick tip or something like Skaters are friendlier than than you're thinking in your head. I know you're thinking the worst, but I, I love nothing more than seeing, you know, someone learning in the corner or something. You know, it's all love, man.
0: And there's always this common misconception where people are watching your every move. Yeah. Your every attempt, how you throw your board down. And they're just not, man. They're not watching you. They're not watching your every move. And like Saifa said, go up to someone, start skating with someone. It's a little bit easier than you think once you get outside of your own head a little bit. No doubt, man. Good luck. Give us uh, an update next season, man. Yeah, or come to T Dot and get down with us. <laughs> All right, next up, we've got an email from Ralph. Yo, Saifa, I'm giving Sky Castle a go. Seems like a Korean desperate housewives. My wife isn't feeling it though slow burner but there could be potential all the hassle to get into university and did you guys graduate and what in our inbox is so
1: flooded you sent that you know a few weeks ago i hope you're still going strong with sky castle and maybe even wifey's into it now by episode like three four is when you really get hooked and then you can't stop so uh hopefully you're you might even be done now if you got hooked like i did but uh yeah enjoy sky castle yeah i went to university of toronto i hated high school and then i got a bad injury i couldn't go to school for or i couldn't skate for a year so i decided to go back and it was great for two years because i had ankle surgery and i couldn't really skate i just focused on school but by the time i could skate again i was over it the second two years i couldn't wait to be done but long story short all these years later i have no regrets man i had some some great times you know Never regret getting an education. I went for uh, environmental studies and geography. Good times. All right, next up, we got an email from Axel Anderson. Yo, what's good, boys? Love the pod. Been listening for like a year and a half now. Anyways, wanted to ask a somewhat skate-related question. What are your thoughts on disc golf? I just listened to the Justin Eldridge pod for the second time, and I'm hearing him talk about golf. I obviously heard a bunch of similarities to disc golf. Knowing most skaters don't have the funds to play golf, I think disc golf is something that challenges your mind in the same way as skating, but is more accessible than ball golf. (laughs) Also, I'd be seeing all the local skate shop stickers all over the local courses, so clearly a lot of skaters play. Just wondering if you guys would ever give it a shot and what your thoughts are. Skating is still and forever my number one though. Don't ever trip. Keep bringing those barn burners and keeping it real. Peace and love, boys. Yo, P.S., wouldn't be against more NHL talk in
0: the rundown. I'm talking to you, Dono. Hey, man, he's been delivering lately. Uh, it's been getting better, and it's heating up, and we had to record this episode uh, quite early because Antoine's going on vacation. It's Thursday night here on T Dot. I'm sitting on uh, pins and needles with game six on the horizon, so oh, we're we going to get into the NHL thing. But Axel, man, it's crazy that you're giving up skating for disc golf. (laughs) Uh, Didn't see that coming. I've never played, but if anyone knows me and Saifa, we're, like, uber competitive. So you take us to any sort of sport or competition, we'll get right into that shit, man. I would love to give disc golf a shot. I don't even know what it is. It's just, like, Frisbee golf, essentially. You may have seen, like, a clip online. The net or, like, the hole is basically, like, a little bit of a basket. And you have, like, different weighted discs that you throw like frisbees
1: oh that actually sounds fun yeah pat o'connor plays it what of course he does yeah
0: so like it's (laughs) similar to like how there's so many golf clubs there's different discs i guess like the heavier discs will just fly further or something like that Mm -hmm. i don't know the specifics but it looks fun it's just like a targeted frisbee is what it looks like
1: right yeah well maybe we'll give it a shot this summer and if we do we'll uh we'll let the people know Thanks for the
0: email, bro. All right, next up, we've got an email from Nate Feldhaus. Haven't heard from him in a few hours. (laughs) (laughs) What up, Bunners? What's your setup right now? Give me all the specs. Peace. Skate setup, obviously. Yeah. I feel like we go through this quite often. Uh, Eight and a half polar, always Easy. Thunder highs, hollow, light, as light as you can make them. Axle, hollow, kingpin hollow, you name it. 149s, yeah, the wide guys. 54 Spitfires got up a little higher this year. <laughs> and then it's got to be Bones, man. There's it's uncomparable. There's no other bearings worth your money. Bones, I've been riding mine for like over a year now, man. they just getting faster. <coughs> Yo, send us a Bones box, someone, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: i've been slacking on asking for boxes donald's fucking gotta pick up the slack over (laughs) here it's dry season over here bro i skate an 825 real board most of the time but shout out donovan piscopo for sending us some fa gear and the whole gang over there um even though they made you a special note and i had nothing i felt quite disrespected getting free stuff sent from california just kidding without a comic love y'all um 825 board, same trucks as Donnell, uh 149, that makes sense, right, with the 825? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, 149 Thunder Lights or whatever they're called, and uh, 52 Spitfire wheels, man. The deluxe package, shout out, Jim, you get me. But you want some risers too. Oh, yeah, and the, I think Real makes them, right? Yeah. The Real wooden risers. Thank you, Bobby, for giving me a set. Um, Because when I made the switch from Indies um, Thunders are a little lower. So yeah using the risers and um, life is great Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Bone Swiss I think as well if I can uh, Actually, I don't even think I have those every time I get them they go in water right away. All right next up We got an email from anonymous red pillar Canadian Greetings, you bunty gents. I have a question for you regarding an old age adage within our community. Skateboarding saved my life. I bring this up because I often find myself thinking about the things I may lack due to skateboarding, as opposed to only thinking of those things gained. Would I have applied myself more in school? Would I be more passionate about a career I truly cared about? Perhaps my body would be less prone to arthritis that all skateboarders seem destined. Would I surround myself with more interesting people daily had it not needed to be tied to the fact that they ride a skateboard? Am I forever addicted to a level of dopamine I will only get by risking my physical health? I am also well aware of those things I gained from skateboarding that others may have missed out on without it. A community and group of friends wherever I go, any city and country, doesn't matter, non-skaters cannot make friends like we can something to do so many people seem to do nothing or have no passionate interest while there is the arthritis and alcoholism that seem to go with skateboarding you don't see that many fat skaters that's a plus this long-winded email is intended to spark a conversation that i'm not sure any other skate podcast would touch is it possible that skateboarding ruined your life (laughs) before the ghost complains about this email length it was 234 words suck it up yo honestly red pillar canadian if you're gonna go this long in an email uh if it's quality like this it's a joy to read that was an
0: amazing email so yeah let's get into it very well written yeah it's tough to dive into man people throw that skateboarding saved my life around all the time but uh that's just a saying man because a lot of people say the weed saved their life too and People can say anything save their goddamn life, and they just making shit up. But I feel like... I don't know how old you are, but some of these things that you say are knocks on skating, you kind of grow out of, man. Like being passionate about a career. I feel like once you get into your, like your late 20s, and if you're not pro at skating, you got to venture off and do something else anyway. So you can find passion in a career later in life. The body being prone to arthritis yeah you're gonna be stuck with that but eventually we're all getting old anyways so i'd rather put the wear and tear on my body than try and save myself for my 60s (laughs) because i ain't gonna be doing nothing then but playing golf anyways i'll just get the golf cart man and if john daly can do it we can do it man and and surrounding yourself with more interesting people i mean Skateboarding it's a community has people from all walks of life, man. So uh, I think you just don't put skating in a box like that and just continue to live and meet new people and you'll find the interesting people you're looking for, man.
1: Yeah, that was the one that I had the biggest gripe with was um, basically saying that, you know, other people are potentially more interesting than skaters. That couldn't be more false. There's some insanely interesting skaters out there, plenty of which we've had on the pod. Of course, if you're in one crew with a bunch of, like, you know, boring skaters, then that's what you're used to. But there's a crazy amount of just diverse, all kinds of people in skateboarding. So I definitely don't agree with that one. The arthritis thing, I was kind of on your side, but Donald, you know, I kind of fuck with I like your response to that. Although we say that now when we're still young, And skating, life is long, man. And if we're in pain for the majority of our lives, when it's all said and done, because of skating, how are we gonna feel? You know, if we're in pain from sixty to ninety or something, who knows how we'll feel then? Maybe we'll (laughs) re-answer. Maybe we'll do a special episode of the Bunt at the when we're both ninety and see the ripe old age of ninety. Yeah, then we'll really be able to answer this email, but yeah i really don't take for granted the community part of skating like you know donald and i have been to so many cities now together and that's that's just one of the greatest parts and definitely never take that for granted that outweighs a lot of the downside even now you know sometimes on a trip even if we're not skating you know like when we went to cleveland to hang out with hardy James Hardy like he didn't I don't even think he brought his board you know we just had a blast of a weekend like we skated a little bit but that had nothing to do with who we met there and the good times had so yeah this is uh I'm sure everyone right now listening to this in their car or wherever is thinking about the pros and cons I'm still leaning towards skateboarding actually I don't want to say it saved my life I think I would have had we all would have had a fine life regardless, yeah, but I think it enhanced our life. If you have, if I had to pick between ruin my life and save my life, those are pretty fucking extreme. But if I had to go back and start all over, whenever I actually really think about it, because I've had all these injuries and a lot of dark times, I always just think I'd I'd do it all again and just not skate that one day that I got injured, if I could, you know, if that was possible. But mm-hmm. I would definitely not take skateboarding out of my life
0: absolutely man skater through and through now we're into all sorts of other activities too like we're not just skating now but would never give it up and uh yeah buds i wouldn't say it saved my life either but it's been a huge fucking positive that's for sure hell yeah all right next up we've got a voice note from benjamin Schweizer. y'all keeping it real and doing it for the people respect let's take a listen what up the bunt? This is Benjamin Schweitzer calling from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm calling about fakey frontside 360 Shovets, which were declared illegal in the
1: past episode. I believe the guy's name was Scott, but memory screen just dropped a Ray Barbie edit. And Ray Barbie at like 32 seconds into the video is cruising down the street and does a sick uh nolly Frontside 360 shove, which you know I'm regular and Ray Barbie's goofy. So if, if it was me doing it, it would have been fakie. So does that change it? You know, if, if Ray Barbie did it back in the day, does it get a pass, or or does Ray Barbie himself get a pass and no one else? But really, what it made me think of is a new question: Does a trick being gnarly or fakey make it more or less illegal? You know what I'm saying? So. Anyways, love what you guys do. Shout out Ants1 behind the scenes. Every time I hear about Maker's Pizza up in Toronto, you make me want to try it. So uh, keep doing what you're doing, guys. Hell yeah. Uh, thanks for the voice note. So key words you said there back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Some tricks may have been passable back then. I absolutely love Ray Barbie. Obviously, certified legend. But Nolly front three shoves are one of those tricks that didn't, you know... Continue with the uh, evolution Of trends in skateboarding Highly illegal and your whole fakie Nolly thing makes Absolutely no sense they're both Illegal as fuck anyways and Um fuck A quick example of one trick that I like fakie but don't like Nolly Is I'm cool with fakie front shove switch back 5 o's, But Nolly front shove Back 5-0's I don't fuck with at all
0: that's a good one it could, yeah, even if you just go fakie nose grind versus nolly front five o, Like, nollie front 5 was is pretty dusty trick unless it's on a handrail. Uh, but, yeah, the Ray Barbie nollie front 3-shove, I had not even seen the video, but I can pretty much guarantee he's probably just cruising down the sidewalk and did one trying to be a little steezy. Like, if Ray Barbie can do it, absolutely. You know, the age-old certain certain person can get away with anything it's ray barb can get away with that one but if i saw scott childs do it that'd be illegal for sure <laughs> you know, just playing scott well yeah i like your port schweizer
1: yeah all right next up we got an email from dylan larkin and i'm just gonna summarize it it's another homie thanks for the love another tom k uk tom k request i feel like we get at least three of these a season and we've reached out if you know him you know put the pressure on it'll happen one of these days you dig
0: we would love to get tom k on tom knox that is it's one of those ones that people want so bad i feel like there's a little bit of pressure on us man to like deliver a good one too you know like, <laughs> yeah uh, we're gonna do our best all right next up we got an email from josh murphy settle this one for everybody big debate out here with the bun holes best era of alien workshop photosynthesis or minefield photosynthesis facts alien teams this era danny way ave Papalardo, pat corcoran rob dyrdek josh kalis jason dill 50 percent a habitat video danny way has last trick rob dyrdek and jason dill both film in skate parks rob has a skate park of his own minefield facts alien team in this era AVE, Arto, Dylan Reeder, Grant Taylor, Heath Kerchardt, Jake Johnson, Jason Dill, Kalis, Mikey Taylor, Omar Salzar, Rob Deardick, Steve Barra, Tyler Bledsoe. 100% in Alien video. Heath Kerchardt has Last Trick. Dylan and Grant have tasteful skate park footage in transition. Steve Barra built his spots. Um, I'm not going to... You can't subtract the 50% habitat from photosynthesis. It's the
1: video, man. But he's saying best era of Alien specifically, so...
0: So it's not video versus video. It's just the Alien team in each era. Yeah. Well, it's... I mean, that's pretty easy. Like, there's so many parts of... good parts of the Alien team in the photosynthesis era that are still on in the Minefield one.
1: Yeah, the way you broke it down too, it seems like you're leaning towards Minefield saying tasteful skate park footage <laughs> but uh yeah usually it's blasphemy to to side with a newer project but as much as i love photosynthesis if you're taking away half the video as habitat and that's a big big one because is like an all-time favorite and he's not in minefield so that's a huge plus but if
0: we're not counting that part of the video and it's easy minefield for me yeah, got to be Minefield. I feel like that was that was a big, big video for our generation and a little bit newer than our generation as well. Minefield, man. Yeah, I feel like... Jake Johnson was just like... People were just blown away. Yeah, man. I feel like the kids that
1: grew up on Minefield, like... That's why Jake Johnson's the legend he is today and and so well-respected. And then Heath's last, like, heavy-duty part, man. Looking at this lineup, Arto, like, Dylan. Yeah,
0: it's ridiculous. No slight on photosynthesis, though. Come on. But, yeah, in the way you've put the email, it's pretty obvious. I think you're going with Minefield, and Minefield's got our vote, too. All right, next up, we got an email from Taylor
1: Roberts. What's up, Bunt HQ? Longtime listener and fan here from Vancouver, BC. Today's question I have for you has to do with the trials and tribulations of trying to come up a young legend in the game. (laughs) What is some of the worst heckling you've experienced in your earliest years from both a skate park or a shop? I'll provide a personal example of both on my end. Many moons back, when I was just learning how to roll down banks and ride across the flat bottom of the bowl at my local, I got in the way of a senior skater and cut in front of his line. I would have been in my mid-teens, and he would have been in his mid-twenties. I stepped off my board in the process and rolled my ankle, bracing. Bracing the pain as this individual threw my Christmas complete <laughs> across the entire park, <laughs> got right up at my grill and yelled, Go home. <laughs> oh no. I simply couldn't brace the physical pain that soon became emotional <laughs> as well and just <laughs> let them tears flow.
0: No, he cried. <laughs> <laughs> my- <laughs>
1: My homies and I would regularly visit the RDS indoor park and the dude who worked in the shop would make it his mission to fuck with us on the regs. Bitter attitude telling us the wrong prices on items. One day in particular, we went into the shop and he pulled one of those fake plastic knives that looked real on my homie and started jabbing him. I was in shock And before realizing It was a joke I nearly broke The display case (laughs) To reach for a set Of phantom twos To double fist Spear the savage with Anyways I know you guys Are quite The package of comedians And storytellers So looking forward To what you got For this Much love From
0: from the west coast And keep them Seasons coming Holy fuck Man Wow That was uh, some Good storytelling man Um Sorry we had to go through that, dude. That seems fucking intense. Um, we definitely dealt with some serious old heads here in the city. Um, outdoor Adam was... I mean, he hates to be called that, but he was a tough tough local to deal with when you were a young buck. He was pretty fucking intense. <laughs> um, not that we gave two shits, but he... He let you have it. He did teach us some park
1: etiquette, though, but it was definitely, like, the stern skate dad, skate uncle vibe. Dude, I,
0: I mean, I have a funny story about Jimbo, but, like, I have no ill will or anything ever bad to say about Jimbo. He was just like, and I would always take it with a grain of salt because it was Jimbo. He was just like, man, just think about like running a skate shop or an indoor park. Like it's like the cheapest. Now that I'm a father, I get this. It's like $10 a day daycare, basically. Yeah. Like you have to take care of these kids that just get dropped off there. So you got to fuck with them to have like a little bit of fun, you know? <laughs> um, one time I was, it was at a demo at Markham Park. And me and Jimbo were smoking a doobie together, and then I pulled the filter out in my mouth as I was smoking it, and he was like, "What the fuck? I'm never fucking smoking with you again!" And grabbed the doobie back and <laughs> ran away. And I was like, "All right." But then our our relationship kind of evened out. And on my, how old do you have to be to get in the strip club here? Or is it 18 or 19? Nineteen. So 19, Jimbo took me and the lads to the Brass Rail, classy strip club here in Toronto. He was taking us out, showing us a good time. And he's like, Donald, for your birthday, I'm going to get you a lap dance. And I was like, oh, that's fucking gangster. I've been waiting my whole life for this shit. So sends me back. And anyone who's been a regular at a strip club knows that you only get... One song. One song is like whatever it is, 25, 30 bucks. I went back there and I sat back there for four or five songs. (laughs) Just in having the time of my life. (laughs) Then it comes time to pay and I don't have the money. I thought Jimbo was paying the money. So I go get Jimbo. I'm like, yo, Jimbo, we owe like 100 or something like that. He's like, 100? I said one fucking dance. And before you know it, Jimbo's fighting with the security guards, yelling at the stripper. And Jimbo, he plays no fucking games, man. He had my back. That I had no idea what I was doing. He stuck up for me. But boy, was he pissed when we left the brass rail. Man. I don't think he'll be going to the strip club with me again. Holy shit. <clears throat> Jimbo fucking legend man taylor
1: i hate to say it but my memory's failing me here i don't actually i can't remember anything crazy like that happening other than like i don't even have a specific memory but same homie jimbo uh would just chirp this shit out of you like i remember once i was trying to front nose the little the shred rail the main little down rail and he just like he just sits in the front and then he'll pop his head in check out the session for a sec i try a front nose in front of him I'm probably, like, 15 or 14, and he's like, that trick's so ugly, and just (laughs) goes back to the front. I was like, wow, and devastated because you're so impressionable at that
0: age. Front noses are dope, Jimbo, you fuck. Dude, the funny thing is everyone... If you had ever been to Shred in those days, they took going behind the counter so goddamn serious. And there was one time Sebastian Lyman, our good friend, oh, yeah. tried to sneak around the back, and then he got a fucking earful from Jimbo, <laughs> man. Like, I, I fucking love Jimbo, man. Happy uh, he's having some success with his podcast. Check it out, Shred Central Podcast with another homie, Brad Hangschlang. Actually, I have another Jimbo story. Yes. A couple <laughs> a couple years <laughs> later, I had this phase where like I wasn't really... Skating as much, I don't know what I was doing, man. Probably just smoking weed and who knows whatever. But Jimbo had skate night going down at one of the local bars downtown, <laughs> and he hit he would like hit people up and be like, "Yo, come to skate night, yada yada yada." And he had been hitting me up for a little while, and I just never went. And then I didn't hear from him for a bit. And then I got a call out of the blue from Jimbo, and it just went like this: "Yo, Dono, I know you don't skate anymore." But we're having skate night this friday so if you want to see your old friends come by just like oh just like peak jimbo man so shout to jimbo for all the fucking good memories man you're a legend damn
1: yeah also one funny like one random story sometimes like the homies it was, i think it was 10 bucks to skate the park yeah. but the homies would pay five uh, another story is Dono skated for free for life but oh, yeah. he can tell that one but um he would also allow you to bring him a tall can instead of the five bucks to skate. Yeah. And so, you know, you hop off the subway, there's a liquor store around the corner, pop by, get him a tall can. This was like before I even drank or like, yeah, we had no interest. Yeah. We weren't drinking. So we just, or fuck if we could buy beer, I don't know. I just remember I would never even get beer for myself in uh, those days. We
0: we would drink like maybe when we'd go out, but we would not like drink when we're skating. yeah, Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. Um, but i remember me and aiden going one time grabbing him the tall cans then showing up and just thinking like it's gonna be a casual transaction like here's your tall can jimbo and he's like what the fuck is this (laughs) like i'm not drinking right now (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and like got so mad at us for for like something that he's always down for but we're supposed to magically know that he's taking a break from drinking but yeah jimbo you're a legend man love you i hope to see you soon
0: we just never assume things with Jimbo. That's what he was pissed about. He's like, all oh, these fucking kids come in here assuming they're going to get away with this $2 tall can. <laughs> Taylor, man, thank you for uh, bringing back some funny old memories, dude. All right, next up, we've got an email from Fat Adam Benson. What's up, Dougies? Have y'all ever brought a girl you were seeing to the sesh slash skate park? A lot of guests have said someone's girlfriend is the last person they would want on the sesh, and I completely agree. Peace, Mr. Fatso.
1: All right, so it could be girlfriend or boyfriend, right? We're just saying significant other. Because if if you're home, if if a girl skates, maybe she feels the same way. Like, I don't want my boyfriend on the sesh, right? Or whatever your partnership is. Um, So in that sense, yes, I was like that. I stuck by that rule forever. Uh, Never invited my girlfriend on any sessions. But one time we were uh, visiting my mom in the country and I wanted to go to the skate park and she wanted to go to the beach. And so obviously we've got one car, we're to, it's just the two of us out there. So we did both together and I made her film me and she never wants to go to the skate park again. Sam? <laughs> That's legend, you'll actually- No, no, not my mom. Oh, Colette. Yeah, I brought Colette on oh. the sesh. And I was like, hey, you wanna just film this real quick? And next thing Sam's you know, she, she's she's <laughs> dying. And like, cause she's always been like, can I come to the skate park? And i be like, nah, 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 like for years. And then finally, it was. I had no other choice. Like, I'm not gonna leave her at the house. It was like yeah, we're yeah, hopping yeah. in the car and leaving for the day. We're gonna not skate. Go, you to didn't go to the beach. No, we did both together. Oh, it both was, together. but it was like one. We're in one car and we're together for the day. Yeah. Go to the skate park, which was supposed to be a quick half hour, and then we're there for like two hours. I'm Classic. trying to like nollie flip nose <laughs> a little dinky skate park hubba. <laughs> she's so over it uh, and so now it's all good because I don't invite her and she doesn't want to come she doesn't want to
0: go yeah honestly I've had nothing but good um, good times filming with my wifey oh you got a cab you got the cab over the garbage can yeah, in Italy so in Italy we, in Milano we obviously wanted to check the central station and we have a friend out there Wheeler uh, so we went to meet up with him one time and we were just there skating and I remember we, me and Wheeler were skating some flat and then she was like, "Why don't you film something or, or something like that?" And I'm like, "I don't want to film anything, like especially in front of you." <laughs> and she's like, "Come on, like I want to see you skate." And I, I, we've been together for years by now, but so I, I think I switched 180'd it the can classic, and I was like, "Fuck, like when am I ever gonna come back here?" Like I should hit a full cab over this, but like, am I really gonna get Bridget to film it? <laughs> So then, yeah, whatever, skated, did the full cap, she filmed it, killed the filming. I think it's on my Instagram if you guys want to peep it, you know, comment, like, share, (laughs) do whatever you want. Uh... But I actually, I don't know why this popped into my head, but it reminded me, and when you said your mom, it reminded me of a sesh when Cody was trying to smith grind Monarch and mm. your mom showed up, yeah, and yeah. Cody ended up getting the worst hipper in front of your mom, and he was so over it. <laughs> <laughs> he was like pissed day. at my mom. <laughs> that was we were we were like teenagers
1: at the time where it was like the session was a hammer though yeah it was a hammer for us at the time and it was also like when the session's so sacred it's like no girlfriends no parents no nothing max focus we're filming for our little home video thanks for the email player yeah let's let's blast off one more for the season all right it's a big one ethan k love the bunt and you three So on a pyramid, a 90-degree kickflip would be frontside flip or a backside flip. Why would going the same degree, technically a backside flip into a front nose, would be called a kickflip front nose rather than a backside flip in? Even though you don't fully complete the rotation on a pyramid, it still counts because of the angle and accounting for the way you turn, which I assume you should when talking about doing a trick into a rail or ledge. Like I think it should be backside flip front nose rather than kick flip front nose. Am I crazy? Thanks
0: boys. I can't believe we're wrapping up the post office with this. Oh my god. Are you kidding me, man? Ethan, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not I even actually read th- into it. I read this the other day. And I was dying. I was like, I can't wait to roast this kid. Fucking hell, Ethan. You're probably a nice kid, but this email is ridiculous.
1: Ethan, why would you want to waste extra time just backside flip front nose? <laughs> like, that's just a, a mouthful and so useless. Kick flip front nose or kick flip nose is a kick flip back nose. Like, we try to keep it efficient and short. And yeah, when you do a 90 degree kick flip over a hip, it technically counts but if you really only go 90 degrees it looks like shit like you're you're usually going closer to probably like 120 degrees or uh, 130 or something i don't even know but you're never actually doing a 90 no like i've done like a front side flip 90 over a hip and it feels like shit you, you know? go a little more you're, like, you're yeah. at least
0: hitting 120 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. yo, this is the perfect pull for this week right but we're on the same side. Yeah, we're on the same side. And this but is going to be a hundred. P- Ethan K ever be allowed in the post office? Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Come on with this. Nah, nah, Ethan, keep them coming because we gotta <laughs> we gotta set these man straight, man. Um, um, thank you, Ethan. Thank you, everyone. And yo, the inbox. We only got to May first. There's so many more emails in here. So keep them coming, and we're gonna do a bonus episode in the off
0: season. You dig? Can't wait for it, Ethan. We love you, brother. And while the off season is on, keep getting your emails and voice notes into the buntlive at gmail.com, man. We love y'all. Hell yeah. This is the rundown, the skateboard world source for sports, brought to you by the one and only Steam
1: Whistle, Canada's premium pilsner. The only ones.
0: Well, it's the last rundown of the season and we are well underway in the playoffs for both the NHL and the NBA. But I mean, say, excuse me if I'm wrong, but it seems like the NHL's taking precedence around here nowadays. People asking for it. People are liking the NHL minute. It even got three minutes last week. So we're starting with the NBA this time.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we can sa- I just we say- saving the NHL for last. Okay, but can I just say that if we stop talking basketball and football and just talk talky, you think we wouldn't get flooded with angry emails
0: oh uh, for sure okay i mean we still get fucking soccer emails <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and
1: disc golf or whatever
0: <laughs> so i think it's just time to make our predictions man who's gonna come out on top in the eastern conference and the western conference and then who's gonna be the eventual nba champion man we have some a couple crazy series um, philly's making a series out of it down there in miami and the boston milwaukee one these are fucking nail biters every game now man so give me who you think's gonna come out on top in the east after they win these semifinals and then we'll move to the west
1: man i just gotta take my hat off to Giannis and the bucks I zoned out of that game twice when they started going down, like 13, whatever. You know, they're on the road, the crowd's going crazy. You're like Jalen Brown's hitting insane step back deep threes. You're just like, ah, there's no way they're they're winning this game. But that last like three minutes mm-hmm.
0: was spectacular. Big shout out to Drew Holiday. Two words that we should be talking about a little bit more: are Drew Holiday. <clears throat> yeah, the least talked about superstar in the playoffs so far, probably.
1: Cause, but he's been terrible like yeah, offensively
0: he can make a difference but, but
1: oh did. yeah huge difference he hit that huge three to tie it also pat Conton hit those huge free throws like everything that had to go right went right i think the celtics had that
0: oh that's uh, unfortunate
1: co- comedy that. of errors kind of thing like i mean it wasn't like terrible errors mistakes but it was just like wow i can't believe everything that had to go wrong went wrong for that comeback um <clears throat> but i think i said celtics in seven um, I want the Bucks to win. I also said that, but we'll see, man. Because if Milwaukee, if it goes back to Boston, I think Boston wins, and I think whoever comes out of that series is gonna win the championship. Oh, the or, NBA championship. No, sorry, sorry. I meant is gonna win the East. Okay. My bad, my bad.
0: Okay,
1: yeah. Ooh. But but yo, if the Bucks happen to not make it, this is like like KD last year losing in the second round. Yeah, I felt like KD. You're the best player in the world. What he did in that. Losing effort was ridiculous. Yeah, and that whole summer, even when Giannis won it, Jalen Rose and people were saying Giannis was the best player in the world, and I kept saying, "Nah, you can't forget KD just because he lost the series. Like, Kyrie went down and Harden was hurt. Like, he was the best player he was on his own, right? But I got to I got to move the crown over to Giannis. It's, right. Giannis it's undeniable insane, at yeah. this point. So, and yo, did you see him with the and blood he also and shit?
0: Has like the most drive out of like. I don't want to discount anyone else's uh like or heart they have but this guy plays with a different level of intensity
1: man yeah guys like him that never that have no off switch like westbrook but westbrook's yeah. a little more out of control like those are the most frustrating to people people that play sports against yeah in any sport absolutely because it's human nature to want to like take your foot off the gas every once in a while but when you're against someone like that it's just relentless it's frustrating yeah yeah like the celtics probably thought they were going to win that game a few times
0: yo no lead is safe in the nba anymore yeah like there's not a single safe fucking lead out there
1: and when yo Giannis, they're down six with i don't know less than two or something and Giannis hits that three when he was like three for 18 in the series still
0: getting better that's the the worst part well worse for the rest of the nba great for milwaukee so you're still sticking with Celtics or Milwaukee?
1: I'm kind of trying to weasel out. I'm saying if the Bucks don't finish it in six, I think the Celtics win in game seven. But I want the Bucs to win game six.
0: So when would Middleton come back?
1: I thought I saw something that he wasn't necessarily ruled out for the whole series anymore. But that might have been the next round. Uh, We'd have to look into that. I-, I want the Bucks to get to the next round. I want Middleton back and like... Then I like their chances To repeat man
0: Yeah The NBA There's no loser For who comes out Of this series Like it's gonna be Pure entertainment Both teams are incredible But Fuck I have a hard time Going against Milwaukee But I just love Jason Tatum man Like he's a fucking killer And I like Boston We got homies down there In Boston I wanna see them succeed man I'm gonna go with the Celtics What? Yeah I don't know why This just came over me man
1: <laughs> Bro That They're the team that's If the Warriors Were to make it to the finals Like The Celtics scare the shit out of me Cause I feel like both teams have, you know, do a lot of their damage on the wing, and they've just got bigger, stronger, faster wings. So that's a terrifying matchup for a potential finals thing.
0: And then Miami and oh, uh, Miami and Philly. I got, I want Miami to go on. I'm sick and tired of fucking Embiid. <laughs> I mean, it will be that'll be a great matchup too. Embiid's great for TV. Uh, Maxi's becoming a superstar in front of our eyes, but I kyle lowry man it's a kyle lowry effect for me and i like miami bam butler uh they're fun to watch
1: yeah with with hardens play in the potential looming contract i've been saying i think next year is philly's year to go all in and try and win it shedding the tobias harris contract but because we, we already know hardens opting into his 47 million next year so oh, there's no choice but man watching these playoffs i'm like damn maybe they want to get rid of Harden and keep tobias for fuck's sakes yeah maybe but yeah i think their time is next year and um let's go miami heat daggy
0: shout out nick Katz. they might need a more motivating coach than doc rivers you might need to find someone that pushes the the next gear this is quite common in the nhl you can have these nice coaches who can they can only get you so far and it's clear Unfortunately, the Doc Rivers doesn't have what it takes to push a team over the edge. But you might just need a more, like, firm, aggressive voice in that dressing room to really push James Harden back to where he was and to push Embiid. Uh, Yeah, if they lose, like, they're going to have to make a change at coaching. I would say so anyways.
1: Yeah, I heard the Lakers, like, he he would be the next Lakers coach if he got fired there. But I'm like, man, this guy's been bouncing around the league now. It feels like. kind of sad. And not having very much success.
0: Um, It's funny because everywhere he goes, he gets a hell of a team. Yeah. Like, there's no slouch on the team's Doc Rivers coach, so. It's the case of a fucking thousand bad roommates, man. Maybe it's you. (laughs) Um, And in the West, it's simple for me. Golden State's going to get the job done. Memphis blew them out last night, but that shouldn't happen but sometimes it does i think golden state gets the job done and then i'm just praying phoenix finishes off luca in six i don't want to see it go seven man because anything can happen in game seven and luca can take a game by himself but i like the little rivalry between booker and luca right now uh yeah yeah but i would like to see phoenix and golden state absolutely and
1: after when donald put me onto a. A podcast, what's it called? The Whistle.
0: Yeah, Whistleblower. Whistleblower. The Tim Donahue story.
1: Yeah, all about like the shadiness of refs and fixed games in the past and shit. The fix is in. There's no way the <laughs> NBA is letting memphis and dallas go to the next no, round you know how awesome. i'm saying although we are in the adam silver era da- but that dallas mother had their
0: championship that already. yeah they that, ain't getting
1: that motherfucker scott foster is still out here though What?
0: Well, it's, it's easy I,
1: they call him bill simmons calls him the extender <laughs> if some if, <laughs> a, team's down, if yeah. a team's down if a team's down oh two he's yeah. gonna be refing game three yeah. for fuck's sakes and making sure it goes <clears> two <throat> one but
0: yeah highly suggested podcast you enjoyed it
1: yeah it was great yeah. yeah if you're a big basketball fan whistleblower was fun
0: a little eight-part series it fire real quick it
1: actually bummed me out though because it now i'm like I,
0: well, I look at the nba
1: different i man. know I'm looking
0: at the refs like these greasy motherfuckers you probably drove there didn't even fly and stole the budget well for
1: me it bums me out because i always heard about that king's game but i didn't watch that one live oh, the game six God. back in the day yeah. i was too young to like really know what was going on i watched some Sounds games insane though i want to watch it on youtube um but yeah like th- their whole team fouled out and shit like just robbery but <clears throat> anyways yes say i'm claiming the warriors are gonna finish the deal it was hilarious seeing draymond dance to whoop that trick uh, when they were taunting steph and yeah phoenix gets it done as well in seven no actually i don't know
0: depends if scott foster shows up but
1: man yeah so finals predictions i want what i want to be the same as my prediction but it (laughs) never feels like the same thing i want and this is what i'm going to predict Fuck it all in one i want milwaukee and the warriors that'd be fascinating and then finesse against the beast
0: yeah that'd be very stylistically different but things. i
1: think i think the warriors man as much as i'm loving that they're you know here doing it now i wasn't expecting much at the end of the regular season i think they're another team that next year is like the the year to go all in but of course give it your all now too but yeah who's w- winning warriors milwaukee i gotta give the slight edge to milwaukee to repeat Whoa. man
0: yeah i was gonna that if it comes down to those two i'm gonna go the opposite man i'm gonna say boston and phoenix phoenix is gonna get the job done out there in the west and i almost just said boston and then two seconds later i almost said phoenix (laughs) i'm just gonna go with phoenix in in seven scott foster will be there for a game or two he'll push it out it's gonna be great tv either way but phoenix is winning the championship man
1: i like it we've said this the last couple years but it's actually a beautiful thing for the league that me and dono are sitting here actually with no fucking idea what's going to happen as much as i love the warriors dynasty when you knew for like four or five Uh, years in a row yeah uh i mean i was I, i was happy the warriors went five years in a row but when you knew it's like okay cleveland yeah it was annoying. and the warriors four yeah. years straight by the fourth time it was a sweep it was just like man fuck this i'm loving this new shit and next year the west is going to be even deeper with the clippers back denver healthy oh my god man the nba is in, in, the in a great place twisted. yeah the parody it's is finally insane. more like hockey and football you know
0: yeah anything can happen so there you have it he's going with the bucks i'm going with the Suns. hey maybe we'll meet in the finals again yeah well, okay not. if that happens no, hopefully not I didn't like that matchup. I'm at up to oh I thought it was in the fucking bay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I hope someone else takes care of the Bucs so the Suns don't have to. So like we said, Thursday night here in Toronto, the Leafs are going on the ice soon. Usually I would open my big mouth and guarantee a win, but I'm not going to put that pressure on the boys. Obviously, I hope we get it done in six. But we're going up against the back-to-back champions in the Tampa Bay Lightning with the best goaltender in the world on their side. They've got tons of talent, tons of muscle, great coaching, great goalie. Anything can happen in game six on home ice. I hope we get it done. But just living through game five, and this is going to sound sad and pathetic, but that was the greatest Leaf game I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. <laughs> game five of round one. It's it's terrible, but it's it's a hard truth. As a Leaf fan, man. Austin Matthews scoring the game winner was just poetic justice for what I've lived through as a fan. (laughs) He celebrated just like I did alone in my apartment screaming. And uh, looking forward to the next game. Hopefully it's just one more. It might be two. But uh, the Maple Leafs, man. I hope we get it done because after that, I think the floodgates open, man. Once we get this monkey off our back and to take down Tampa Bay, if we do slash when we do, that'll be huge confidence, man. And the ball will just keep on rolling. Two other series I got to talk about for my uh, bunt fantasy football guys. Minnesota still in tough against St. Louis. They were up in their game five on home ice, ended up losing to St. Louis. St. Louis is a wagon of a team right now. Jordan Bennington is uh, playing great in that But I have faith that Minnesota gets it done. They sold the farm to go for it this year. They're going to be in cap hell with the buyouts of Parise and Suter going forward. So Minnesota, hope you guys get it done. And then in Edmonton for our good buddy Laos, man. What a (laughs) pathetic team you guys have built around two of the best players in the world. And now Darnell Nurse getting suspended for the game. You got fucking Mike Smith, who uh, priority already has worse arthritis than we're going to have in our 60s. Uh, it's You're playing an AHL team. You have to get the job done, Connor and Leon. So good luck, Louse, but... You know the NHL's heating up when I got the ghost switching over to the NHL on the score app, man. He might even watch a few minutes of the game tonight.
1: Yeah, I said I was going to the other night. I didn't. Basketball was intense, but I will tonight. I got to take my hat off to Donald for covering so many leagues. ESPN, give this man a contract already. No, sign us both. Fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, tonight's going to be huge. Fingers crossed for Leafs Nation and... Uh, Man, one of these years, we got to fucking time the podcast so we're actually on air for the finals and shit. Well, you know
0: what we should do is we talk about the lost post office. We should set it up so it's around the finals so that we can at least be on air for when both of them are coming to an end or have just finished or something. We have to do some, some yeah, good yeah. timing this offseason. But I'll be honest with you, man. I'm not watching much basketball right now. I'm so into the NHL again. For years, it just hasn't been marketed the same way, the NHL. But the guys at TNT with Biz Nasty, Rick Tockett, and Wayne Gretzky finally have some guys who have some conversation you want to listen to. It's not just boring commentators. Yo, Love TNT
1: me. is the shit, eh?
0: Man, the the guys they put over there at TNT in place to talk about hockey have actually made it interesting again. It's not just uh, X's and O's and just some boring hockey talk. It's still pretty bad here in Canada, but those guys are doing the job at TNT. I mean, you got Wayne Gretzky there. Like, you can do no wrong. The guy's got stories. Just let him talk about something other than... This team's power play and the other team's breakout for fuck's sake. So let's have some character and TNT, my hat's off to them, man. Yeah, absolutely. They're killing they it.
1: They also got recently uh like a Hall of Fame baseball panel, didn't they? They, yeah, I think they so. jumped on the basketball set the other night and then they interviewed, I can't remember his name, um, someone on Barkley and Ernie Johnson's pod. They had anyways, yeah. TNT, they they know what to do, man.
0: Absolutely. One more thing we should talk about. How about Tom Brady's new contract? That's what I was gonna bring up. I was Holy surprised he didn't already bring it up. Shit,
1: bro! I felt some oh. saltiness in the industry just lurking <laughs> oh, Twitter. Steve, Stephen A. got brought up to oh, Stephen A. and he's like, "I don't <laughs> care." Like, blah blah blah. Like, and then the list came out of top paid. It's like this guy's still active and he's gonna be making like
0: thirty seven a year. It's insane. It's I mean it's earned. Like he's gonna draw people, but. I just don't think he has that personality. Yeah, that's, that's the what I was going to say. Like, he's going to make more money in whatever, however many years it is at Fox than he did in the NFL. But, like, in he's half not the, time. the personality. In half the time. Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe he'll prove us wrong. Because I would have never thought that Peyton Manning and Eli would do such a good job with their little show. And they have, like, the, what they say is interesting. Tony Romo has done a really good job, too. So maybe just maybe tom brady has it in him but i don't know that was an interesting hire for me man i didn't even think he would want to keep working but this guy's about his cash he's been getting ripped off for 22 years in the nfl so he's gotta get paid from someone yeah um
1: shouts to brady but i too have my doubts (laughs) you know what i'm saying he just like i got love for him he's the goat and and all that but he does just come off like a bit of a square
0: yeah he's just bland you know
1: yeah where it's like is this guy gonna make me laugh like maybe i'll be laughing at him yeah you know unintentionally on his part like like booger yeah
0: no he doesn't have that booger thing like i know the type of announcers and like tv personalities we like guys who are like a little johnny drama where they don't think they're being funny but they are yeah or guys who are just actually funny but I just don't think he's either of them, and it's just crazy that they're already saying he's gonna call the biggest games. Yeah, he's gonna do more than just call the games. He's gonna be an ambassador. I'm like, all right, I guess he has shown some little short spurts of funniness in the skits he has with Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, but I think Gronk carries. Those. But there's
1: also a lot of corniness oh, with yeah, his sure. his videos he's and got shit. A
0: Drake in them, where like you yeah, know, I figure, like, this guy's so corny, it's funny, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it regardless, but it's just going to be hilarious if, like, you know, halfway through the first year of the contract, he's just shit, and it's like, yeah, 300, 375 mil. I don't know.
0: But to work out this contract while he's still playing is crazy. They're just like, when you're done, do whatever, but when you're done, you're coming to Fox.
1: But, but... The one thing that I could see being amazing, and obviously Kobe didn't get some insane contract, I don't know what he made, but Kobe did a a series, it was just he would break down tape so he'd play Mm. an old game and just break it down like super high level, Um, just all the options, pausing it, like I think it'll be cool because we will learn. Yeah. from watching the game through brady's On eyes romo level right? so yeah but romo romo's got some some flair and like he yeah. says some funny shit i just whatever i hope brady's awesome it's i'm looking forward to it
0: it's a lot of pressure i just hope that he, he was like willing to talk about his ex- experiences and that's what we always think are funny like the the inside jokes he's shared with teammates and over the years like the, i'm sure he has crazy super bowl stories yeah. and all the scandals with the Patriots. Deflate Gate, you name it, he's probably got stories to tell. I just hope he's willing to share them openly, you know, because well, that's what will make him so valuable.
1: Yeah. What I'm, he's not coaching, right? He's in the booth, but I'm picturing him getting frustrated and like we'll be able to hear it from home. Like if he sees a quarterback make a bonehead oh, play, yeah. like I could see him just getting pissed in the booth. <laughs> like what
0: the hell are you doing? Yeah, that would be great. But Tom Brady, big time contract, man. I guess it's well deserved. We'll find out in a few years. <laughs> that's gonna wrap up season 15 what a blast it's been to be with you guys for another three months and uh like we always say at the end of it this off season is going to be a little shorter than the last
1: (laughs) not for real though thank you so much love to every single person listening all our sponsors have a wonderful summer we'll check y'all soon
0: the bunt holes and the bunt wipes y'all mean the world oh and make sure you pull up the toronto
1: july 8 9 the bunt jam first ever hopefully first of many can't wait look forward to seeing and meeting all of you hell yeah